Lewisburg Green Dragons play on the Valley. Off the left, he breaks into the clear, into the end zone for a touchdown. Green Dragons. This is Lewisburg Green Dragons football. Now, let's go to the stadium with Greg Wetzel and Justin Michaels. Good evening and welcome to tonight's radio broadcast of the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Tonight, it's Greg Wetzel and Justin Michaels bringing you the game between the Central Columbia Blue Jays and the Lewisburg Green Dragons. This is a Heartland crossover game, and tonight's game will be played on the campus of Central Columbia High School. Lewisburg comes into tonight's contest with a record of 5-3, and three, and Central Columbia comes in also with a record of 5-3. and three. Last week, Lewisburg was defeated by Jersey Shore by a score of 25-17, to 17, in a game in which they led by 10-0. 10 nothing at one time in the first quarter. Central Columbia comes into tonight's game coming off a 49-0 victory over Warrior Run. So they're coming on a little high, Lewisburg and a little down, Justin. How do you think that might play into tonight's game? Yeah, I'll tell you what, for Lewisburg, you talked about it, Greg. Uh, tail two tapes for the two weeks in a row. You know, Shikolumi, they came out and they were losing 14-0, to and they battled back, tied the game up at, up at halftime, 14-14, and just basically took control in the second half. And then last week, come out you know, on fire, jump out to an early 10-0 lead, and then a couple turnovers just hurt, and then you know the Bulldogs just took over and uh, prevailed with that that win so you know for Lewisburg they really got to get consistency right now um, you know at this point in the season we're headed into the week nine of high school football a lot on the line here as far as district four uh, 3a seeding points and then you, you know so they got to get everything in line here get rolling and then Central Columbia coming off two big wins as you said mm-hmm. you know they last week the shutout over Warrior Run by a score of 49 to 0 and then the week before they put 48 points up against uh, South Williamsport it's uh, obviously it's a tall tale tonight for the uh, yeah. for the Green Dragons. Obviously, we haven't had much success the last few years stopping the running back Isaac Gensmer. Mm-hmm. He's ran for over 200 yards all three uh, all three years, all yep. three of his seasons, and uh, you know he's going to come in tonight, and they're going to look to pound the ball. Especially after watching that tape last week against Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. they saw the success that Jersey Shore had on the ground last week. Jersey Shore, I believe, had 297 yards, Greg, last week on, on the ground against us um, versus only 95 yards in the air. Right, and uh, so again, it's going to tonight the big tale is going to be is uh, Lewisburg can we be you know real balanced we really rely on that run obviously you know a good reason behind that is Max Moyers mm-hmm. coming into tonight 171 carries with 1408 yards on the ground uh, and then from a defensive standpoint is going to be our linebackers we're going to have to stop the run tonight we're going to have to have gap assignments fill those gaps and uh, stop the run and basically make Central Columbia pass tonight this is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 the Valley we all have a path in life Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Turbotville National Bank is now in the palm of your hand. Introducing mobile banking. Check your balance, pay a bill, or transfer funds all from your phone wherever you go. It's secure and convenient. Your personal information is protected even if your phone is lost or stolen. Plus, deposit a check with your phone's camera. So download the free app today. Sign up or visit ttnb.com slash mobile to learn more. Turbotville National Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Turbotville National Bank. 
For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Hi, I'm Tracy Subsick. And I'm John Subsick, owners of Carpet Man and Milton. After battling breast cancer a few years ago and making a full recovery, our family wanted to help other women fighting the same fight. So this October, our family business again will donate a portion of each sale to the Fyra M. Humphreys Center for Breast Health. They'll cover the cost of mammograms for those who can't afford them. Your visit to Carpet Man and Milton this October will make a difference. We hope to see you in our family store soon. Thanks for your support. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal-of-the-day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! This is Greg Wetzel along with Lewisburg head football coach Mark Persing. Coach, last week a tough loss to Jersey Shore. Now you lost the goal of the Heartland Conference Championship. How do you get the team refocused on district goals now? We start talking about our next goal. And at the beginning of the year, I think I touched on it last week, um, the first goal, the first box that we wanted to check off was was PHAC 1 champs. It's, it's out of reach right now. Um, it's out of our control. We can't do anything about it. So we just talked to, to our kids about, you know, now it's now it's on the week 13, you mm -hmm. know, but we have to start playing a little bit better if we want to reach that goal and, and start doing things more as a unit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we can't rely on individual efforts. If we're going to win a district championship, it's going to be a team effort. The other thing is this, you're counting preseason practice, you're essentially 11 weeks into mm -hmm. the season. Bumps and bruises, I mean, you play a lot of kids, but there are a lot of kids that play both ways yeah. and do a lot of football. Mm -hmm. I mean, Max Moyers, for instance, only plays offense, but he's taking a pounding running the ball. Yeah. Uh, we've had Shedleski out for a little while with an injury. We've had Spalding out for a little time with injury some offensive linemen that have been down and out. How, do you, how does that affect practices and preparation, game preparation? Well, with, with the scheme that we run offensively, it's a gap scheme. So that means put a body on a body. Mm -hmm. And when we play a, a gap team like Jersey Shore, like Shemokin, like uh, Mount Carmel, I mean, it's just it's a fist fight, essentially, mm -hmm. um, for four quarters. And it's essentially who wears each other out first. Because, you know, if, if both sets of teams are just going to continue to just smash each other and hit and collisions um, it, it takes a toll on the body so mm -hmm. uh, today I think we had six kids that didn't participate in practice so it kind of makes things hard uh, from a schematic standpoint on offense and defense because now you're getting a lot of twos and threes reps that wouldn't typically be getting the reps so right. you have to call the game basic at practice mm -hmm. just to make sure that it's smooth but it's more of a mental day mm -hmm. so you know, it's it's not a terrible thing to have one of those days, but it's not exactly you know what you're looking for. Right now, too, the weather's changing, mm -hmm. getting a little cooler, yeah. which is nice in some yeah. some ways. But you're standing out there, you tighten up, things like that. Does that affect how long you run a practice this time of year? Yeah, um, by now, 
the, the scheme should be pretty sound. Uh-huh. The kids should have an idea based off of, you know, you say, hey, we're running a 4-2. They should know what you know what their right. assignments are both offensively and defensively mm-hmm. so um, you know we can afford to get the kids out of practice maybe 20 25 minutes earlier mm-hmm. but but we've taken the approach of using that extra time to work special teams okay uh, we we know how important special teams are especially at the end of the year mm-hmm. you know when teams get evenly matched up you know, if, if one team prepares their special teams and the other just wings it, it it's going to be evident. And maybe we can break a big play on a special team. So, you know, that's our mindset going forward. Okay. Last week, Coach, turnovers were an issue. Uh, some were extra effort turnovers. Some were just lack of execution. How do you address those in practice? We, we talk about we talk to our kids about just being a smart football player, having a high football IQ. Um, you know, for example, it was third and four last week. Mm-hmm. We ran a hitch that was five yards. Uh, we had a player try to reach for the extra yard, thinking that he wasn't short. Now, right. if he knew the down and distance prior to running the route, he could have just right. caught the ball, got down, lived the play another day. But mm-hmm. last week was something I could never seen before. I think it was four or five straight possessions. It was, yes. That we just completely stalled out by uh, stalled out by a turnover, and they were first plate first plate turnovers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you, when you give a physical team like Jersey Shore the ball four or five extra times on their sideline, right? Um, you know, the outcome will never be good. So, <laughs> that's true. Okay, coach. This week you have Central Columbia. Uh, they have a veteran team returning, a uh, team that handled you pretty easily last year over at Central Columbia. And they have a running back named Isaac Gensimer. And uh, I can tell you as a broadcaster, I get tired of calling <laughs> his name, okay? Yeah. Uh, I know he's rushed for well over 600 yards against Lewisburg in the last three years. What are your challenges facing a, a runner like that? I mean, I know teams have to prepare for Max Moyers, mm-hmm. too. What's the challenge to face a runner like Isaac Gensimer? Wrap up. Um, gang tackle him because he's one of the bigger, more physical backs in the conference, but he has that unique rare ability of being able to outrun people, too. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a mismatch if he gets to the second and third level, and we're trying to ask our safeties to tackle him. So um, just just gang tackle, wrap mm-hmm. up, and secure the ball if we can get it. If we can get it so. Defensively, Central Columbia seems to play a lot of zone mm-hmm. defense, and uh, I know in my times watching Central Columbia, which I don't want to tell you how many times mm-hmm. I've seen this game, yeah. I think we've made their safety all league yeah. with interceptions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. How do you, I mean, we've played a lot of man-to-man teams this yep. year, and now we're zone. How does that affect your passing game? Well, most teams, when they have the athletes, the caliber of Central, mm-hmm. play man-to-man. Right. They'll lock you up and just say, we're going after you. Yeah. Central takes a different approach. Mm-hmm. They have good athletes, so they're playing zone, and they're going to let their kids make a break on the ball from the zone position. So they're seeing the quarterback. They're seeing the ball come out of their hands. And, um, you know, it's no secret. They have really, really good caliber athletes at any level. Mm-hmm. Um, Xander Bradley, Elon Morrison, right. Jared Verse, uh, the Schechterly kid, Gensimer. Right. Uh, they're, they're a complete football team, and they're very well coached. Um, you know, he's a he's a, a friend of mine, Coach Dennis. So uh, I, I look forward to this game on mm-hmm. Friday night for many reasons. Good. Okay, now let's uh, continue talking about some of the players on the Lewisburg football team. How about Brent Colburn? Brent Colburn. Um, from day one when I got hired last year, um, he found out that I was originally from Shemokin. He has Shemokin ties, family in Shemokin. Okay. Um, so it's something that we've been able to bond on over the years. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm coming down to Shemokin to go to James's Pizza. Can you meet <laughs> up with me? Uh, and there were a few times I've had to tell him, Brent, it's, it's Tuesday, they're closed. <laughs> but no, he's a great kid. He means well. Um, 
he's he's made such progress over the last two years. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you would have told me last year, week one, that Brent Colburn was going to be playing and playing well, he, um, yeah, he has. You know, so he, he's been coached up very, very well by Coach Moyers and Coach Wagner. So good. How about Ben Salage? Ben Salage is another kid that has Cole Region ties. So we, we've we've bonded over that. Mm-hmm. Um, Parents are originally from Mount Carmel, I found out. So uh, just a good, hard work. And he's a Cole Region-esque type player. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't look the part of a physical, tough kid. But, man, when you put the helmet on him and the shoulder pads, he's nasty. And uh, Dakota Snyder. Dakota Snyder is our uh, jack-of-all-trades kicker. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's he's um, tight end, defensive end, and kicker for us. Um, he stepped in admirably when, when Dylan got hurt. Mm-hmm. And... You know, he's an excellent run blocker. He's excellent at stuff in the run. But I don't mean this in any disrespect to him. He's helped us out tremendously in the in the kicking game. He really has. He yeah. punts the ball. It seems like it's going 40, 50 mm-hmm. yards every punt. So, you know, where we thought we were going to lose some field mm-hmm. possession with Dylan getting hurt, it actually worked in our favor that, that he kicks the ball as far as he does. So. I mean, last week, Jersey Shore fumbled two of his punts. Yeah. They were lucky they had two guys back <laughs> you, in that you one You should hear what it sounds like. On the field. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like the ball's getting shot. It does. It, it, it yeah. goes out, but it's it's not a spiral. Mm. It's like a knuckleball yeah. coming down to those Absolutely. guys. Yep, so. Okay, Coach, good luck tonight. This is Greg Wetzel for 100.9 The Valley and WVOY.com. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live and whatever your sport, Shemokin Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center Designed with you in mind Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. 
There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal of the day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! This is WVLY Milton Lewisburg. Here's the stadium again. Right now, listen to the national anthem. Okay, the Central Columbia Blue Jay Band just finished playing the national anthem, and Justin, we're getting ready for football here at Central Columbia. You know, both teams come in, and you look at this game on paper, Justin. It looks like an even game. Both teams five and three, mm-hmm. um, similar wins against uh, some some common opponents, yep. uh, defeats against some common opponents. Yep. But uh, to me, this might be the most athletic team Wolfsburg's played all year. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, seeing what they brought back from last year's team, we obviously had an opportunity to see last year's team uh, for Central Columbia. They had a very successful year last year, and they bring a lot of veterans back on this team. And, you know, we were just talking briefly about it. I, I feel, you know, at this point, they're the second-best team probably on paper behind Danville in the mm-hmm. District 4, 3A. They come in, they bring a lot of weapons, a, a veteran quarterback. Obviously, we talked about Gensmer and what he's been able to do against the Green Dragons. Uh, they have a really big tight end, uh, the verse right. boy, 6'6". Yeah. 210 yep. uh, 210 pounds so and runs really well he does yep. and uh you know the fullback that they have, uh, Sheckler boy, Jack yep. Sheckler. He comes in and he's a he's a big boy, six two, hundred ninety pounds, and uh, they, they just uh, you know they got good size, but good athletic ability as mm-hmm. well. So you know we got to work cut out for us tonight. And uh, again, it's it's a big game tonight. We talked, you know, obviously you talked with Coach Persing there about you know the Heartland Conference after last week's loss to Jersey Shore. Pretty much that takes away that opportunity. But now really, what you have to do is get your your sights set on the uh, District Four Class Three A playoffs and really where we're at and coming into tonight we're sitting as a four seed and central columbia is the three seed so uh you know it's really tight there from three four five and six between central columbia holding the three seed lewisburg the four seed shimokin has a five seed right now and loyal sock is the six seed and actually athens sitting at four and four as well as the seven seed it's really tight in there and everybody's gonna be jockeying for position and tonight could be you know we could see each other again you know, exactly. In, in two weeks, yeah. there's there's the opportunity for that, depending on how things will play out. So tonight is uh, it's going to be a good game. You know, uh, we t- we talk about their ability to run, but uh, the weapons they have, and and tonight I just think for Lewisburg to have success is uh, we're going to have to develop offensively. We're going to need somebody to step up from that receiver position. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to have to step up uh, and help take the pressure off of Max Moyers um, in the backfield. I think and again defensively, you know, last week uh, Ronnie Lance from a strong safety position. Right led the team in tackles. Greg was 17 tackles. Great, great week for Ronnie, but when you see your strong safety leading your team in tackles with 17 tackles, that's not a good sign. And, you know, you look at the box score and you see that, you know, Jersey Shore is close to 300 yards on the ground, and we cannot allow that tonight right. to happen again if we want to be successful here tonight against the Blue Jays. And, and you know, the, the other thing, Justin, and you've, you've mentioned this so many times during the years I've been broadcasting with you, it's high school sports. Yep. Momentum and attitude means so much. And, you know, they, they lost their number one goal, which was Heartland Conference champions. Yep. Now they have to dig deep, you know. They, they have to find something to play for right now. And, you know, it's a tough time of year. 
you know, there's two games left in the regular season. Um, they're not going to reach their number one goal. But, you know, districts is still a goal, an attainable goal, yeah. if they can put things together. Yeah, and that's the thing. you got to, and it's part of the journey in life. You know, you, you talk about athletics and life, and you may not achieve that that ultimate goal, which, okay, was winning the Heartland Conference, being league champions. But you, you look at the bigger picture now. Okay, what is obtainable? And that's obviously qualifying first and foremost for the district playoffs, hopefully hosting a home game. Right. And then every week. You take a week to week. You throw the records out, and it's it's starting fresh. And it's just, you know, winner takes all. So, and it, again, guys, we talk about the injuries that we're suffering from, uh, you know, for the Green Dragons. But every team, bumps, bruises this time of year. Weather gets a little cold here. Uh, conditions for practice throughout the week get a little ugly. You know, you got to take it one week at a time. You just got to believe. And, uh, you know, it's just a senior Latin team. There's a lot of seniors on this team for Lewisburg. And, uh, you know, I'm sure... You know, a lot of these guys don't want to call don't want to call it quits yet. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of somebody stepping up, taking that leadership role, and, and the rest of the team buying into that. And uh, you know, we'll take it one week at a time, one play at a time. That's, actually, that's right. The, the other thing, uh, just a little side note to tonight's game: two of the top four rushers in District Four are in this game tonight, and Isaac Gensimer, who has 980 yards in the on the year, and uh, Max Moyers from Lewisburg, who has 1,408 yards in the year, and leads District Four in rushing. So we we are going to see some quality running backs tonight now both have different styles of running of yep. course and uh, uh different schemes on offense and things like that but uh it should be a pleasure to watch both of these young men tonight run the football yeah we got uh, two good running backs on both teams and uh, as you said it's uh it's gonna be a run pounding the ball tonight and it's gonna matter who can stop each other and, and look at that second dimension you know who's gonna be able to you know pass and, and move the ball if we're able to stop each other with a run let's take a quick look greg at the uh the Blaze Alexander Ford Outtown scoreboard here tonight, and uh, those games coming throughout the region and how they're going to have implications in the uh, District right. 4 uh, playoff scenario. We'll take a look here at the games, and we'll keep you updated throughout the night. It's uh, Shikolami at Shimokin. Our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week is going to be Seelands Grove at Danville. Mount Carmel's at Bloomsburg. Walton Paul Pack is at Williamsport. Upper Dolphin's at Pine Grove. Milton's at South Williamsport. Central Mountain is at Mifflinburg. Tri-Valley's at Line Mountain. Halifax is at Williams Valley. Warrior Run is at Loyal Sock. Tawanda's at Montoursville. Hughesville's at Southern Columbia. Dallas is at Berwick. Juniat at Millersburg. And again, that's your the games that you're going to be hearing from us tonight on the Blaze Alexander Ford Out-of-Town scoreboard. So we'll keep an eye on that tonight. And a lot of those games, again, if you've looked, and you've mentioned this, the District 4 seeds, I think there's one-hundredth of a point separating Lewisburg and Central Columbia between the third and fourth seeds. Uh, between the third seed and the seventh seed, like you said, that's it's not a lot of point totals. Uh, so a win here... Uh, by either team is going to maybe propel them into the third seed. Yeah. A good chance for the third seed for the district seeding, which would be a home game. And, and the other side of that, Greg, is you've got Shimokin sitting out of the fourth seed with a 4-4 four and four record, and they got to be heavily favored tonight going against Shikolemi. Right. So, you know, you could be potentially the third seed dropping maybe down to the fifth, you know, sixth exactly. seed, depending, because Little Sox sitting out of a 4-4 four and four record as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's tight, and, uh, you know, got two weeks of football here to go, and it's just going to be it's going to be battling for position and who's going to get that home game. And you know, as, as I said, anything can happen in the playoffs. It's a fresh, you know, fresh record. You're throwing them out the window, That's and exactly right. Who has who healthy, and uh, who can make the adjustments and make the plays? Captains are going to the middle of the field right now, and uh, for the first time, Justin, since probably what week three, four, we see Dylan Fernando Fernando walking out. Yeah, without a brace on his leg, so it's nice to see him walking again. Yeah, real good sign seeing him out there, and uh, obviously, you know, taking a week to week with his uh, rehab, getting uh, hopefully get himself healthy, and uh, you know, hopefully get, him, get a chance to see him back on the field here at least one more time 
before uh, he completes the senior season. That's right. And the other thing, you know, we've talked about injuries. Uh, Draven Dobler. Yes. You know, he has a... Uh, broke his hand and uh he essentially has like a club a boxing glove almost in his left hand right now playing tonight and there's a kid that's a senior in yep. high school he knows this is it for him and he's out there ready to play football tonight even with a broken hand and that, and that right there talk about a senior leadership right there he's been a big part of this core defense here from his linebacker position plays a great linebacker position we see him carry the ball a little bit from the fullback position but you know broken hand on the left side it's not going to stop him he gets a cast on it and gets that taped up over top a little pass adding and uh, he's ready to go he's ready to go central columbia lewisburg have won the toss and deferred to the second half so central columbia will receive the opening kickoff they'll be moving left to right as we watch the game here tonight and i think uh this this could be a big series for lewisburg to set the tone defensively to see if they can stop against them or right off the bat yeah, right off the bat and you know obviously uh the blue jays are going to look to come out and uh, and try to pound that ball and uh, see see how we respond here early on here and set that tone early on and uh, we're gonna have a game here. It's gonna be a physical yep. game. It's gonna you know obviously both teams rely on the rely on the run and it's gonna it's gonna be good. Yep. Okay, Jack Diefenderfer will be getting ready to kick off for the Green Dragons. Uh, Jack has a really strong leg. Uh, one of the things that we can say about Lewisburg, they have had a really strong kicking game this year. Uh, when Ben Liscom went down, Jack stepped right up in there and, and did a nice job. Then Jack went down, and we had uh, Alex Denk. Um, Sabo. Uh, Sabo, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Alex Sabo step in and do a nice job kicking. So uh, we've been fortunate to, that we've been able to fill that with some quality people there from the soccer program. Yep. Going back deep to receive for uh, Central Columbia. Let's see, I think it's gonna looks like it's gonna be Xander Bradley back there deep. I can't tell you who else will be back there with him right now, but um, again, there are athletes all over this field tonight, Justin, that we're gonna be watching. Yeah, it's gonna be a fast play pace game. Obviously, artificial turf here tonight at Central Columbia. Very nice complex and uh, field here they have. So. Uh, uh, Don't have to worry about the grass and the ruts that we saw last week. <laughs> exactly. You know, and it's uh, it's a credit to Central Columbia, Justin. I remember about four or five years ago over at Lewisburg, they might have had 20, 25 kids out for football. And you look across the sidelines right now, it looks like they have about 45 kids standing over there. Yeah, I think on their actually eligible roster, they're right around 50. Yep. So about 45 kids dressed night is, is yep. pretty darn right on the money. Yep, it's... Uh, it's good to see that it really is uh they were really in trouble about four or five years ago and they have built the program back up one of the things we'll have tonight is we're going to have some more delays so you're going to have to listen to justin and i talk a little bit more mm -hmm. because uh this game is being broadcast on tv now we don't want you guys to leave we want you to stay with us tonight but it is on uh, local tv tonight uh it's the game of the week on the sec tv network so we have to take some media timeouts tonight. Right, we will ha have some media timeouts. So just give you more time to go get popcorn or soda, refreshments, yeah. and listen to us in the game. Um, and again, we're waiting right now for uh, the TV commercials to end. And uh, from what we have been told, it will be about a 7.05 kickoff. Uh, I have no clue what time it is because where we are, all we see is the game clock, Justin. Yeah. We don't have anything else. So it'll be a little while till we have kickoff. And you see the guys that are they're just trying to stay loose, running up and down the sidelines. Yep. Uh, the officials are standing on the field just waiting 
waiting right now. So, and again, that plays you know that plays a role tonight too. If it somebody, really does. If somebody gets momentum. We talk about that that big word momentum with high school athletes, and uh, also now you get a media timeout to stop it, and uh, it's it's almost like having an extra timeout at, at your disposal. If uh, yep. depending if it's uh, the, you have the momentum on your side, it's uh, it's a negative effect. But uh, you know, Greg, what I'd like to do right now is uh, just send out. Uh, I know uh, one of our colleagues uh, from News Radio 1070, uh, Dick Hort, who has been doing the uh, Shikolami football for the Shikolami Braves with uh, Kevin Hur for over 20 years, has uh, has retired. And uh, I know Kevin uh, will be doing a tribute tonight to Coach Hort, uh, but I just want to recognize that yeah. for all he has contributed, obviously, to our sister station, 1070 WKOK. Uh, Coach Hort, I've had the opportunity to know him uh, from a family perspective uh, throughout the years, a teacher perspective, a coach perspective, and he just uh, just a great individual that brings so much uh, to the Friday nights and just over the years that what he has done to uh, the student athletes and for the fans out there just a, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to football and uh, just sorry to hear that he's retiring uh, and uh, you know I know Kevin's uh, you know obviously upset about that and, sure. and doing a nice tribute tonight for uh, Coach Hort uh, the coach Dick Hort and uh, filling in for Coach now going forward is the Chief uh, Dave Ritchie who does an unbelievable job as well but I just want to send out out there, uh, you know, just how well, uh, you know, respected Coach Dick Hort is, and uh, our thoughts are obviously with him, and uh, appreciation for everything that he's always done uh, for, the, for the sport of football. Yep. And you could, you could just tell, Justin, the passion he had for the sport yep. by listening to him talk. If any of our listeners had a chance to listen to him on the coaches show, on um, Steve Jones' show, on yep. WKOK on Wednesday, or Thursday afternoons, he just didn't love the game of football and just talked about the passion of Friday night football, high school football in this area, and what it means to local communities and, and the school districts and things like that. And he just was a just a great individual yep. to be around. And I can remember him uh, a lot refereeing. You know, I didn't go to Chicklemy, of yeah. course. I was at Lewisburg High School. But I can remember him coming into Lewisburg and refereeing basketball games, you know, for Lewisburg High School. And just a, a wonderful guy uh, he always was in control of the game yeah uh and and what what i liked about him as an official he hustled all the time justin and you know what the game wasn't about him it was about the kids exactly you know exactly. he did a wonderful job as as an official yep. so we wish him nothing but the best and uh you know, we talk about the officials, and uh, obviously last week I, we were a little hard, especially myself on the officials last week. But uh, we got uh, we got word uh, after last week's game that uh, due to the quality of officials this year, that there could be a change in the playoff format, right. based off of the PIAA's evaluations of the officials, that they're actually projecting that the uh, District Four Three A district bracket could be played on Saturdays, correct? Due to the fact of not enough referees meeting quality, the quality yeah, referees yeah. meeting the, the criteria of the grade. So, uh, so hopefully tonight we get a good set here tonight. <laughs> okay, we're getting ready to kick off now. And back deep is Xander Bradley and Troy Johnson for Central Columbia. They'll be standing about their own ten yard line. Jack D. Durfer is getting ready to kick, and we're ready for the high school football week nine to begin here at Central Columbia High School. Okay, D. Durfer. He's getting ready to approach the ball. Approach it. Squib kick. Kicks it on the ground. Bounces. And it's down right there on about the 26-yard line by Blaze Williams. 27-yard line looks like they'll spot it. So it'll be first and 10 for Central Columbia right there. We'll call it the 20, 28-yard line that looks like you're going to spot it. Yeah, just a squib kick going down. Uh, 
one of the up man and hit him, bounced up, and then that's where the uh, return man caught the ball, but he actually, when he caught it, he went down on a knee, so that's where the ball will be downed. Trey Devlin's the quarterback. He brings him out. Tight end verse comes to the right. Eye formation in the backfield. Gensmer's the eye back. Turns, gives the ball to Gensner, a pitcher on the left side. He's hit right at the line of scrimmage and goes maybe for a gain of a yard, maybe two on the play, bring up second eight from the 30-yard line. Good defense there by the Green Dragons. Yeah, real good defense there. We hit him, obviously, at the line of scrimmage, and Gensner just showing his ability with that second effort, leaning forward and continues to keep those legs going forward. Picks up two, and it'll be a second and eight from the 29 of the Blue Jays. Second eight for Central Columbia right now. Break the huddle. Wide receivers to the right, two wide receivers to the right, I formation in the backfield, tight end to the left. Devlin back to pass, looking downfield, throw deep down the sideline, with right's there, and plays good defense. No, they're throwing a flag. and A real late flag there. Uh, looked like very good pass defense by Coleman Witherite. Yeah, he had good inside position there. I think the ball was actually overthrown, incatchable, but the referee on the on the near sideline here had other thoughts and uh, throws a flag, so it looks like we'll have defensive pass interference, which will give the Blue Jays a yep. first down. Give Central Columbia a first down out to about their 40, close to their 45-yard line. Big call there uh, because, the, again, it, the pros couldn't play football for high, at the high school level, Justin, no. because they'd be called call for pass interference all the time. So they're waiting now to step off the penalty. I think that's a 15-yard penalty. So we'll move it out close to the 45-yard line. So it'll be first down and 10 for Central Columbia. And, and Coleman can't do anything about that. That no, was just that good was, inside coverage. Uh, good was. positioning, and uh, you got to forget about that and uh, move on here to the next play. This time it's a power eye in the backfield. Actually, it's like an inverted wishbone in the backfield with Gensmer, the deep back. Give the Gensmer off the right side. He's hit at the line of scrimmage, and he's maybe gets a yard on the play out past the 40 to the 41, so make up second and nine now. Yeah, we're getting good penetration there. Got good penetration, pushed him to the outside there, Greg, and used the sidelines for our advantage. So uh, here on the first two opportunities we saw on the run there by the Blue Jays, the, yep. the Green Dragons are doing a good job. Getting an initial show, uh, yeah. push, and actually pushing the Central Columbia offensive line into their, their backfield. So at second eight, they'll give him a gain of two in the play. It's between the 41 and the 42, uh, 46 and 47-yard line. This time, tight end left. Again, the inverted wishbone. Power pitched against him around the left side. This time he gets outside. He's across the 45 and no gain. And defensive back comes up there. Ramirez came up. Yeah, and uh, Andrew Ramirez. Yep. Ramirez came up from his cornerback position to take him out of bounds. And Graydon Feldman stayed with Gensmer step for step, take him over. So it's going to be no gain. And uh, Actually, he lost a half a yard to play, Justin. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll back to the 46. So good job by the Green Dragon defense there. Sets up a third and long with 10 minutes to go here in the first quarter. Two receivers to the right. Watch that tight end, Greg. Yep. Tight end versus on the left-hand side. I formation in the backfield. Back to pass is Devlin. Rolling to his right. Again, looking down the field to his receiver, who's wide open. Catches it at the 33-yard line and out of bounds. That's Eli Morrison on the catch and a pickup on the play of... 21 yards to the 30, they're going to mark up the 34, so a pickup of 20 yards in the play. 
to the 34-yard line. Just yeah. ran a deep out, Justin. Yeah, he ran a deep out, and he had uh, tight end drag coming across the middle there with the tight end, and uh, he had two guys wide open there, and just the, you know, really putting a lot of focus on that run stop, mm -hmm. which is understandable, but just in pass coverage here, we're just not able to stay with him right now here early on. So the ball's on the right hash mark on the 34-yard line. They come out in an eye formation. Again, Gensmer, the tailback. Devlin under center. This time they go in two, and the Green Dragons jump off sides. So will make it now first and five from the 29-yard line. Yeah, so here early on, second penalty on the Green Dragons. And it's something we saw last week. We had nine penalties last week for 70, 70 yards last week. Here early on in the first quarter, we've already had two. And, uh, you know, jump there on the hard count. And uh, just uh, got to play got to play a little bit cleaner grade yep, if we come exactly out. That's exactly right. So now it's first down and five from the 24-yard line. Central Columbia breaks the huddle. They have the versus the tight end to the right. Power eye. And I'm sorry, just the eye formation. Two receivers to the left. Devlin under center. Gives it a fullback check early up the middle. He breaks one tackle and goes. Josh goes, gets him, tackles him about the 21-yard line at first down for Central Columbia on the Green Dragon 21-yard line. Yeah, that time they go with twins out to the left side and uh, two back set, obviously, in an eye formation. And then this time they hand off to Sheckerly, the big fullback coming through, and he picks up eight, gets the first down, and uh, that's where the Blue Jays will have it first and ten from uh, the Green Dragon 21 with 9.34 to go here in the first quarter. Break the huddle. Two receivers to the left. That's Morrison and Bradley to the left. Eye formation. Tight end to the right. Turns, gives the... Rolling to his left is Devlin. Looking downfield, throws a little pass, and overthrown and intercepted by Ramirez. He's at the 20, 25, 30, and he brought down at the 30-yard line. A good play there by Andrew Ramirez as the pass was just overthrown a little. And, hey, there's the first turnover of the game, and it was in favor, obviously, the Green Dragons. Good read there by Andrew Ramirez, and we've been talking about him playing that corner position coming up huge throughout the season here for the Green Dragons. Read that all the way, tried to throw underneath, and Ramirez steps in front for the interception and the first turnover of the game with 9-11 to go. The Green Dragons will take over from their own 31. Ball's in the 31-yard line, first and 10, Lewisburg. Ball's in the right hash mark, so it's the far side of the field for the Green Dragons. Green Dragons break the huddle. They have Romel Brown spread out wide left. Dominic and with right to the to the left side. Brown to the right. Motion by Ramirez. Give the ball up the middle to Moyers. He falls forward to the 36 for a gain of five in the play. Make it second down and five. Just brought Ramirez in motion there. Fate that jet sweep and then just uh, Max Moore hand off to Max Moyers off the left side. Gets a good gain there of five yards on first down. Sets up a second and five from the Green Dragon 36. Second down, five. This time, same formation. Two receivers right, two receivers left. Moyer's lone setback. Dominic under center. Give the ball to Dominic around the right side. He's across the 35 to 40. 45 and steps out of bounds about the 46. I don't know where they're going to mark. It looks like the 48-yard line. Well, it looks like. Uh, well, let me see where he's going. Now he's got, now he's moving back to the 46. Pick up a 10 on the play by Ethan Dominic. So first and 10 for Lewisburg. So this time we line up twins on the left side and then put Dominic in motion. Hand off to him on the jet sweep. Goes to the right side and gets a good gain there of 10 yards. Sets up first and 10 here for the Green Dragons from their own 46. Three receivers to the left. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. Hit right the line of scrimmage. Maybe picked up a yard to the 47. We'll make it second nine from the 47. 
Yeah, linebacker there came flying in, read that gap assignment there, Kai Shee Schultz for the Blue, Dra- Blue Jays, and uh, laid a good hit there on Max for a gain of one, steps up a second and nine. Second and nine for the Green Dragons. We'll call it the 48-yard line. This time we have two receivers to the left, tight end, Dakota Snyder to the right. Shotgun formation, first time shotgun formation. Motion to left by Dominic. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. It makes one guy miss. He's at the 35. He's into the open. He's at the 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, and he's pushed out of bounds. Can't tell you where he's pushed out of bounds yet. They don't have it marked. Inside the 10, I believe. Looks like about the nine-yard line, Justin. So a pickup on the play of uh, 44 yards for the Max Moyers. Puts it first and goal in the nine-yard line. Yeah, good run there again by Max. Obviously, he took that right up. The A-gap cut it out to the right side there. Used the speed and power. Broke a tackle and down the right side line. Tiptoed down to the nine-yard line. And that's where the Green Dragons take over. First and goal, obviously, here. Shotgun formation. Three receivers left. Give the goal. Ball to Moyers up the middle again. This time he's hit and dropped pretty much at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Second down and goal from the nine. Yeah, linebacker there coming in that C. Schultz. He's uh, early on here getting good reads, getting in. Uh, filling that gap. And Max wasn't able to get anything going there. So uh, set up a second goal from the nine here. Looks like they're going to their power eye formation now, Justin, with double tight end set. Power eye left. Under center. Turn and give the ball to Moyers off the left side. He tries to break outside and he goes nowhere. Maybe a yard to the eight. See where they spot it. It looks third and goal from the eight yard line. So a pickup of one on the play. Yeah, we went on a quick cadence count there, Greg. I think we just went on basically a quick uh, set, and we went and off the left side there. And give uh, the Blue Jays credit. Linebacker came in there from the backside and made a nice tackle on Max for a short one-yard gain. Third down again, same set, power eye formation. Kern gives the ball to Moyers again. He breaks one tackle and probably down, uh, fumbled on the play. It looks like, looks like Central has the ball. Don't know. No official signal yet. Now they are giving it to Central at the five-yard line. So a pickup of three on the play for Max. And, again, a costly turnover for the Green Dragons, Justin. Yeah, and there's a late flag coming in as well. So I think the flag is going to be, it's going to be after, the, after the play. So the officials are talking right now. So not only is it a turnover, but it's going to, the flag is going to go against the Green Dragons. And it looks like they're marching off 15 yards there. Uh, so it's going to be a probably unsportsmanlike conduct against the Green Dragons. So that's going to mark the ball all the way out to, to about. Uh, let's see. Yeah, where is that? The 20-yard line. To the 20-yard line. So turn of events there for the Green Dragons. Put about ready to put some points on the board, and then fumble by Max Moyers and Blue Jays were able to recover. And then there's unsportsmanlike conduct after the play to march it off for 15 more for the Blue Jays. So that's where they'll take over from the 20, their own 20, first and 10 after the turnover. Offset eye in the backfield. Turn gives the ball to fullback up the middle, and he just pulls his way forward for about four yards in the play to the 24. Second down and six with 6.35 to go in the first quarter in a scoreless ball game. Yeah, just quick handoff there to Sheckler, and uh, he's going to pick up a, a four yards on the first down here, set up second and six. Devlin getting the playing, bringing it in, but uh, turnovers there, it's just, you know, again, we talk about it. We get our own yep. turnover, but then as we're ready to score, give it right back to him. Wide receiver to the right, inverted wishbone in the backfield. 
Turns, give the ball in a power pitch to Gensman around the left side. He's at the 40, and he gets to the corner 45. I'm sorry, 35 to the 40. Keeps his feet moving. Pickup of about probably about 17 on the play to the 40-yard line. First and 10 for Central on the 40-yard line. And the thing with Gensmer and Greg is we talk about him every year. It's, he's not the biggest back. He's not the fastest back, but it's just the effort. It's that second yep. you know, second effort. He gets initial hit, and he continues to keep those legs churning. Picks up 17 off the left side. Again, in, inverted wishbone. Turns, gives the ball to Sheckler up the middle. And again, five yards, six almost, yep, five yards out to the 45. Second down five. And that's something we saw last week a lot. Jersey Shore getting four or five yards in the first down play, and it just opens up your whole playbook, Justin. Yes, it does. And uh, now right now we got to answer that. We gotta, we're going to have to stop and answer that. Didn't have the success with it last week. But uh, here tonight, if we're going to stay in this game, we gotta, we got to get an answer. Second down for the Blue Jays at their own 45-yard line again. Power eye in the backfield. One tight end to the right. Turns, powers, pitch to the right. Gensmer cuts it inside this time and gets eight yards of the play to the Green Dragon. Four, well, they're going to mark a seven to the 48-yard line. Make it second down, uh, first down from the Green Dragon's 47-yard line. Yeah, this time just go right side of the field. There it's a pitch, and uh, Gensmer decides to cut it back inside and gets a good gain. And uh, and that's a little adjustment he, he's made yep. since the first time he was trying to go outside the first couple times. Stretching now it. Yep, he's cutting, he's back, cutting it yeah. back against the grain and picking up good yardage. So the ball's on the 47-yard line, first and 10. Again, power eye in the backfield. Devlin under center. Back to pass this time. Looking to his left to throw a deep pass down the left side. He's got five steps on Ramirez, and Ramirez gets there, but late, and it's a touchdown for Xander Bradley. No. They're going to say he's down just not quite a touchdown. He didn't fall into the end zone. Inside the one. A great pass there by Devlin to Xander Bradley. Hit him perfectly in stride. Yeah, it was a heck of a throw there by uh, Devlin, 46-yard gain down the left side there. They only ran one receiver, and he was on a go route. It was man-to-man coverage there down the left side of the field, and that was just beautifully thrown down and a great reception there, and that's where the Blue Jays will go. It'll be about the half-yard line. So they come out again, power eye right. Devlin under center, give the Gensman off the right side, and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. So 4.23 to go in the first quarter, 4.22 to go in the first quarter. Central takes a 6-0 lead over the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Yeah, it's just the, uh, the turnover. We looked like just flip, the, flip that momentum right then and there, Greg. We were driving. We had the ball inside the 10, first and goal, and we get it down. And on third down, we fumble. Blue Jays take over, come down, put points on the board here with 4.22. Take the early 6-0 lead with a PAT attempt on its way. Brendan Gregory is the kicker. The holder is Zach Smith, waiting for the snap. Good snap. Down, and it's up and good. So with 4.22 to go in the first quarter, Central Columbia takes a 7-0 lead over the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Well, now, you know, the Green Dragons just have to respond. We had a good drive going down there. Obviously, the turnover hurt, but you know, we showed the ability to move the ball. Just got to regroup here. And, that's uh, right. Yeah, keep, that's keep our head in the game. Yep. Uh, again, turnovers and penalties have have not gone Lewisburg's way the last two games, Justin. And that's that's caused uh, some problems. You know, first down the five yard line. It's a completely different game that you call. Yep. You know, when you're on your own five yard line, they got that out to the twenty because of the penalty, and it gives them more of the playbook to run. Yeah, it's our third penalty, uh, obviously already here, just in the first quarter here tonight. 
bat deep for the Green Dragons is Andrew Ramirez and Max Moyers. They're standing at about the five-yard line waiting for this kickoff. And it's uh, Brendan Gregory getting ready to kick off. And looks like Brendan has a pretty strong leg with that do extra point went well through the crossbar and over the, over the crossbar. Again, Blue Jays are going left to right. Gregory approaches the ball. Again, a squib kick hits about the 30 and will go out of bounds at about the 10-yard line, but Lewisburg should get the ball on the 35-yard line, so that's good field position for the Green Dragons. Yeah, yeah, that'll it should start out at 35 there, and they get good field position here for their second possession uh, offensively here to take over and uh, see what kind of set we get here now as uh, the play's coming in to Nick Shaleski as he's coming in with the play. Looks like we're going to go power package. Shaleski into the huddle to call the play. Green Dragons are waiting for another offensive player. They only had 10 guys in the huddle. Play clock didn't start yet, so they have plenty of time. Break the huddle. We have two receivers coming to the left. Dominic and with the right to left. Romel Brown to the right. Shotgun formation. Back to pass is Chalesi. Throws a screen pass to Dominic on a wide receiver screen. He's crossed the 45. Looks like he got to about the 49-yard line to pick up a 14 on the play. First down for Lewisburg. Yeah, it was a, a little wide receiver screen. It was shotgun right with a with a back on the right side. Moyers he rolls out like a little bubble screen there, and uh, Shaleski fakes the screen there. Comes back to the wide receiver screen, and Dominic gets the ball down to the Green Dragon 49, and a good gain there on uh, first down. First and ten for Lewisburg again. Shotgun formation. This time it looks like they're going unbalanced to the left. Motion by Witherite to the right. Give the ball to Moyers off the left side. He's across the 50 and into Central Columbia. Territory to the 47 to pick up a four in the play brings up second and six for Lewisburg on the Central Columbia 47 yard line. We're going to call it five yards because they just put it at the 46. Yeah, good hard run there by Moyers again, showing his ability with power. Initial contact there right at the line of scrimmage and just keeps his feet turning and leaning forward and picks up five. Two receivers to the left, one receiver to the right, and tight end also right. Shotgun down. Shaleski throws a quick pass to Romel Brown out on the right side. He gets to the 40 for a pickup of, uh, we're going to mark it at the 39, pickup of seven on the play. First down for the Green Dragons. Yeah, just a little quick uh, quick hitter there. Romel Brown running a curl pattern on the inside, and Shaleski hitting him right in stride, picks up seven yards. And uh, Green like Dragons have shown the ability to move the ball. That's great. right, they really have. Ball's on the 39-yard line, first and 10. Three minutes and eight seconds to go in the first quarter. Lewisburg breaks out on this time. They're in the wing T. Two tight, two tight ends and wing T formation. Shotgun formation for Shedleski. Come around is motion and they give it to Moyers up the middle and he does not get back to the line of scrimmage. It looks like he'll lose a yard in the play back to the 40. Make it second down and 11 for the Green Dragons. Yeah, good read there by the Blue Jays. They, they recognize that all the way. Moyers, we put a man in motion and hand off the Moyers off the right side. Nowhere to go. Loses the yard. Sets up a second 11, 235 to go here in the first quarter. Blue Jays lead by a score of 7-0 over the Green Dragons. Josh goes out over center. Again, same formation, shotgun formation. This time, motion. Fakes it. Looking back to pass. Throws the ball down the middle of the field and caught there. 
about the 10-yard line by Ethan Dominic. A nice catch by Ethan Dominic as he comes back for the ball and makes a catch, 30-yard catch by Ethan Dominic to the 10-yard line. First down, Lewisburg. Not only a great catch by Dominic, but what a play by Nick Shaleski. There was pressure coming from his, basically off his blind side there, and uh, he was coming, his back was turned, and I'll tell you what, he stayed in the pocket, released it, threw it down. Dominic adjusts to the pass, makes the catch, and I'll tell you what, Green Dragons are in, in money situation here, yep. Greg. That was a 29-yard pass play, and uh, they're on the 11, so they can get a first down on this play. Clock's running. Four seconds to go. They might have to take a timeout. Nope, they get it off. The Moyer's off the left side and makes one guy miss and then falls forward to about the seven-yard line. I think it's a pickup of four in the play. We'll call it second down and six from the seven-yard line. Yeah, as you said, Greg, play clock was getting down low there. Shedleski recognizes it. Quick hand off the Moyer's off the left side. Ball looks like it's resting on the seven-yard line, the middle of the field. 125 to go in the first quarter. Central Columbia leads 7-0. This is the wing T formation. Under center is Shaleski this time. Motion by Ramirez. Gives the ball to Ramirez. And an inside handoff to Dominic around the left side. Nowhere to go. Well played. Looks like a loss of a yard in the play. Well played that time by the Blue Jays. Yeah, this time put uh, Ramirez in motion, bringing him around the quarterback handoff there. Then an inside handoff to uh, Dominic and just as his cut back up, just got the gap got filled quick, Greg, and there's nowhere for him to go. As you said, one-yard loss sets up a third and seven from the nine-yard line. Under 50 seconds here to go in the first Shots. quarter. Yep. Shot confirmation, th three receivers to left. Brown in motion. Brown cutting across the middle field, throws the ball high and wide. Incomplete, brings up fourth down for Lewisburg. It'll be interesting to see what they do here, Justin. On that play, they had Brown cutting across the middle. Yeah, looked like he post. was wide open. He was wide open there. I think the design was to use him to basically as a crossing yeah. pattern there, like a scissors play, and he ran a post on the inside, tried to hit the receiver on the outside, and just overthrown, and they're going to bring in the field goal kicker here to try to put some points on the board. This will be a 25-yard field goal attempt by Jack Diefenderfer. Ball's pretty much in the middle of the field, Justin. So angle won't be an issue here. 40 seconds to go. Ramirez is the holder. Wait on the snap. Good snap. Kicks down. Good kick. And it is good. So it's a 7-3 ball game with 37 seconds to go in the first quarter. 7-3 Central Columbia lead. Yeah, good good job there. Good good exchange, obviously, on the, on the snap, the set. And uh, Diefenderfer showed a really strong foot there. Uh, obviously, it was only a 25-yard field goal, but he showed a lot of good distance with that. And just showed his ability with a strong leg. And the Green Dragons get on the board here and cut the deficit to 7-3 with 37 seconds to go here in the first quarter. And the one good thing to see there, Justin, was Lewisburg's ability to throw the football. Yeah, the you know, they had some receivers that were open that time. Able to, able to move the ball down the field. We saw it with both possessions there, uh, the first and the second possession. Obviously, they were able to put some points on the board. They'll be kicking off now to the Blue Jays. Deep for the Blue Jays is Johnson and Xander Bradley. Jack Defender will be kicking off from the left hash mark. Last time he kicked a squib kick. We'll see what he does this time. Defender approaches the ball. This time he kicks another squib kick that's picked up and dropped at the 40, 30, picked up at the 26, breaks it forward. He breaks one tackle and he falls to the 41 where Romal Brown brings him down at the 41-yard line. A good return by Blaze Williams that time. Yeah, that time he wasn't able to get a candle on it and uh, it was almost... 
it was almost hurt the Green Dragons because uh, they over pursued. Right. And uh, fortunately enough, uh, make the tackle there. And uh, but Blue Jays will get great field position from their own 41. First and ten, Blue Jays from their own 41-yard line. And right now, we haven't seen the ability of either team to stop each other team on defense. Yep. Turnovers and penalties have uh, essentially been what stopped them. This time, motion to the left. Give the ball. There's a – I don't know. There's – Could be a timeout, Lewisburg. Lewisburg's yep, going to call timeout, the first down. Timeout, Lewisburg. So that play didn't count. It was just going to be a jet sweep for uh, Central Columbia. So 29 seconds to go in the game. I'm sorry, in the first quarter of a 7-3 ball game. Let's take a quick look at the Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard in the first quarter. It's Shemokin 7, Shikolami 0. Seals Grove and Danville are Blaze Alexander Ford. Tough game of the week. Nodded at 0 as they're in the second quarter. It's Mount Carmel 13, Bloomsburg 0 in the second quarter. It's Upper Dolphin 6, Pine Grove 12 in the second quarter. South Williamsport has a 14-0 lead over Milton in the first quarter. Central Mountain has a 7-0 lead over Mifflinburg in the second quarter. Tri-Valley and Lime Mountain are nodded at 7 in the first. It's Loyal Sock 14, where run 0 in the first quarter. Montoursville Tawanda, they're tied at zero in the first quarter. Southern Columbia has a 28-0 lead over Hughesville in the first quarter. Berwick, a 3-0 lead over Dallas in the first. And it's Baltimore area six, Jersey Shore zero in the first. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander forward out of town scoreboard at the first quarter. Okay, Green Dragons now are set up defensively. Ball's on the Central Columbia 41-yard line. We have, uh, looks like Ethan Dominic's in at safety right now for the Green Dragons. Linebackers are, like, uh, Spalding, Dobler, Feldman. and Feldman, yep. Eye formation in the backfield. Give the ball off left tack, uh, left side. Gensimer breaks forward to about the 48-yard line. Pick up a seven on play and make it second down and three. Yeah, just a good hard run there, Garen, by Gensmer. Just, as you said, Greg, just continues to truck away. Picks up seven there on first down. Sets up a second and three here, and uh, that looks like that'll be the last play of the yep. first quarter. Nine seconds to go in the first quarter. And that is the end of the first quarter with Central Columbia leading the Lewisburg Green Dragons by a score of seven to three. Blaze Alexander Ford is your premier Ford dealership on Route 45 in Lewisburg. Blaze Alexander Ford prides itself in offering the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle we have in stock. We currently have over $15 million of new and used inventory and over 500 vehicles to choose from. At Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in and be treated the way you want to be treated after the sale. BlazeAlexanderFord.com. It's worth the drive to Route 45. Turbotville National Bank is now in the palm of your hand. Introducing mobile banking. Check your balance, pay a bill, or transfer funds all from your phone wherever you go. It's secure and convenient. Your personal information is protected even if your phone is lost or stolen. Plus, deposit a check with your phone's camera. So download the free app today. Sign up or visit ttnb.com slash mobile to learn more. Turbotville National Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. We're back here at Central Columbia High School where the first quarter score is 7-3 in favor of Central Columbia over Lewisburg. They currently have the ball on their own 48-yard line. Second down and three 
And they're coming out in the offset eye formation. Strong left. Bradley is the wide receiver to left. Devlin gives it to Gensimer off the right side. He breaks a tackle. Falls forward to the Flussberg 43-44 yard line. They're going to mark at the 44, so a pickup of eight on the play. First and ten for Central Columbia on Lewisburg's 44-yard line. Yeah, there again, Gensmer off the right side, just showing his ability, just actually hurdles a, a man, mm-hmm. and gets down, gets a positive pickup there of eight. Uh, first play is starts the second quarter. So first and ten for Central Columbia on the Green Dragons 44. Right now they've just gone back to some like basic isolation plays instead of trying to run outside. Again, power eye left. Devlin under center. This time he gives it to Gensmer on the right side. This time he's hit at the line of scrimmage and falls forward maybe for a gain of two on the play to the 47-yard line. Makes it uh, second down and eight from the, I'm sorry, from the 42-yard line, from the Lewisburg 42-yard line, second and eight. Yeah, basically the same play that they ran to play before, just off that right side there. They're feeling strong off going right side, and uh, good adjustment there by the Green Dragons defense to limit them to just two yards there. If I'm Andrew Ramirez, I'm looking for the fly pattern right here to Xander Bradley. Yeah, because I saw Devlin looking at it when he yeah. came out last play, seeing how we respond. Yep. Power eye left, Devlin under center. Straight back to pass, throws a quick slant to Bradley, catches it at the 35 and falls forward to about the 33 for a first down. So first and 10 for Central Columbia on the Green Dragons 33-yard line. Yeah, pick up a nine there, just a two-step drop there and looks and uh, hit him on a little slant there. A little slant, yep. Gets first down there, moves the sticks. This time, uh, some new personnel come in for Central Columbia. Looks like they're going to go to a more spread offense this time because they have two receivers to the right. They also have two receivers to the left. One's the tight end. Shotgun formation for Devlin. Bradley in motion. motion. Things all messed up there at the start. I think there was movement on the Central Columbia's offensive line. So bring up first and 15. That'll push the ball back to about the 40, I'm sorry, the 38-yard line. Yeah, they, they hustled to the line of scrimmage there. I don't know if they were trying to get Lewisburg, you know, catch them with something, but it just the enthusiasm and the package they brought in, Greg, it yep. definitely was a pass play. Yep, didn't work. Okay, this time, uh, every after every play, the Central Columbia quarterback goes over to uh, the sidelines to get, get the play call. Play clock's down to 12 seconds right now. This time they break the huddle, and it's shotgun formation. Same formation they had before. Motion by Bradley to the right. Again, penalty play. looks like more motion. Yeah, Blue Jays moved again. So that's going to push it back five more yards to the 43, and this has been some good defense by the Green Dragons. Hey, we'll take it as the Blue Jays are shooting themselves in the foot here. Uh, Again, it's just uncertainty on their their side there. It looks like it's the same play, same set that they had, and just uh, motion again, but we'll take the 10 free uh, yards as they back up. Yeah, for sure. First down and 20 now for Central Columbia from their own, uh, from Lewisburg's, we'll call it, 42 since it's resting inside the 43 yard line 10 15 to go in the second quarter central leads by score of seven to three again same formation again in motion bradley back to pass is definitely throws a little swing pass out there has thrown high and uh incomplete it was a forward pass Good pressure there coming from the outside. Draven Dobler laid out Devlin there from his outside linebacker position, and Dakota Snyder from his defensive end got pressure on Devlin there and uh, not able to get a good pass off there. And uh, it's going to set up a second and 20 for the Blue Jays 
from the Green Dragon 42. Second down and 20. Ten minutes exactly to go in the second quarter. And this time we're bringing, uh, looks like a three wide receiver set into the ball game for the Blue Jays. Putting the tight end wide. Yep, Zach Smith. Well, this time they have five five receivers. Devlin's in the backfield by himself. Back to pass. Quarterback draw up the middle. He's at the 42, the 40. And great tackle by Andrew Ramirez. The ball came out, but there's a penalty in the play. And we're going to see what the penalty, the fumble was. I think he the ground caused the fumble. I don't think it is a fumble. I think it will be Central's ball. Yeah, I say the ball was down. Yeah, I but think I think there's going to be uh, there's a penalty. There's going to be a block in the back here or a hold on the near side against the Blue Jays. So I think it's going to be they're discussing that, that'll it. That'll be from the spot of line. The foul. Yeah, spot of the foul. They're going to call it a holding, and it's going to be about the 40 yard line from where the hold was. It's kind of funny the the guy on the down marker has already switched it to third down. Yeah, you want to definitely take the penalty here. I think you want to push him back, back him up as far yards. as you can. Now, it's from where the it's from where the flag was thrown, which is the 40. So the ball it should be at the 50 yard line. The it ball should be. should be at the 50 yard line when he sets this down, and they have to go to about the 22 for a first down. So we have second down and 28, roughly. Yeah, it was a design quarterback keeper. They spread it out. Yep. They went five wide. They put the tight end actually all wide out to the right side, just spread it out, and quarterback takes off. Would have had a nice gain there of five yards. But uh, This time they come out in the same formation. Two receivers to the left, three receivers to the right, shotgun formation. Lewisburg only has one guy out in the three, so they're definitely playing zone. Again, same play, throws it down the sideline, and it passes complete over there to uh, Zach Smith. For down to the, about the 36-yard line, pick up a 14 on the play, so that essentially cuts it in half just to make it third and 14. Yeah, just uh, one five wide again, and it just uh, give a little fits there. It was underneath pass there to Smith, picks up, uh, cuts cuts the damage there. It's going to set up a third and 14 with nine minutes to go here. Blue Jays lead by a score of seven to three, and they very easily could be in four-down territory here, Justin. They come out this time in the I formation. Power pitch to the right. Gensmer's going to throw the ball, and he's wide open. He throws it high, and oh, good. You know what? Lewisburg guy deflected it, and the Central Columbia guy, they they say it's incomplete. He dove to get it. He said it's incomplete. Boy, that almost was a disaster. A great defensive play by the Lewisburg defensive back there, coming from a long ways away to tip that ball. So now it's fourth and 14. Yeah, very lucky there. It was a pitch right that time to Gensmer. He just rolled out, and you knew right away that he wasn't going upfield. Right. He pulls back, throws, has his receiver wide open on a go route down downfield, and just lofted too much air underneath. It gave our safety enough time to get over and knock the ball away, and it sets up a fourth and 14 right now for the Blue Jays from the Green Dragon 36. So they break the huddle, and again, they're going to the four wide outs. And Lewisburg's not adjusting to it, really. They need some help over on the right-hand side. Shotgun formation. Looking to his left. He's down the middle of the field and wide open across the middle. Xander Bradley and into the end zone for a touchdown. 
just a uh, good good throw there by Devlin to Bradley. But I'll tell you what, Greg, we had a hold right here. There should have been a hold come on this near side. Dakota Snyder was basically held up the whole way. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. And, yep. and uh, give the Blue Jays credit. They were able to connect on the pass play and uh, extend their lead here with 8.40 to go. Also, long touchdown pass from Devlin to Bradley. Brandon Gregory, Gregory in the try, the extra point. Again, Lewisburg just didn't adjust to that formation, left the middle of the field wide open. So Gregory's in the try, the extra point. Zach Smith's the holder, waiting for the snap, a good snap. The kick's down, and it looks like it's good. So it's now 14-3 with 8.40 to go before halftime. Central Columbia leads the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Yeah, just uh, right there. You know, two times now early here in the first half tonight, Greg, the Green Dragons have the momentum on their side, and they give it right back. Mm -hmm. You know, we had the ball first and goal and uh, turnover, and there we had them, you know, stop for it was on fourth and 14, and they were able to convert. The Blue Jays were, put the points on the board, and that could be the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It's the Schmokin Dam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. So Gregory's getting ready to kick off. For the Blue Jays, back deep is Max Moyers, or Max Moyers and Andrew Ramirez standing inside the five-yard line. Gregory does have a strong foot. He just, uh, first time up, he quick tried to kick a squib kick just like Jack Diefendurfer. Gregory approaches the ball. This time he kicks a high kick. Going to the left side, hits about the five. Ramirez picks it up at the five. He's at the 10, 15, and he's out to the 20, maybe the 21 yard line, 22 yard line for the Green Dragons. So, first attempt for Lewisburg on their own 22 yard line. Yeah, long kick there, and that ball just died at the two yard line. Ramirez had to pick that up and gets it out to about, as you said, uh, out, gets a nice return there, made a man miss, and gets yep. the ball out to about 22. Yep, 22 yard line, first and 10, Lewisburg. Lewisburg comes out in a shotgun formation. Two receivers left, two receivers to the right. Ball's on the right hash mark, and it looks like Shaleski's calling an audible. Looks like one-on-one -on -one coverage to the left side. Motion to the right. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle, and he maybe gets back to the line of scrimmage. Nothing else. Back to the line of scrimmage. So it'll be second and ten. Lewisburg. Yeah, good penetration there by the defensive line for the Blue Jays getting down, and uh, Moyers has no running lane at all to get going, so it's going to set up a second and ten here. Second ten for Lewisburg this time. Same formation. Shaleski in the shotgun. Moyers to his left. Fakes the draw, looking to his left. Throws the ball out to his left. Caught there by, I think that's Ramirez. We have a penalty. Don't know what the penalty is. It must be against the Lewisburg coaching staff. That's the only thing I can think of. Might be a warning, but I don't see. We'll wait and see what the call is here. I didn't see why. It looks like everybody's standing back, unless a coach was standing up there, Justin. Yeah, he's going to side sideline side warning because uh, he's coming down, and I don't know. So it was a 14-yard pass play by the Green Dragons out to the 36-yard line. Should be a first down for Lewisburg. Yeah, officials still conversing, seeing. 
I didn't see Justin. Who caught the pass? Was that Ramirez that caught the ball? It was Ramirez off the left yep, side. Yeah, I thought there. it was Ramirez that caught it. So it should be a first down for Lewisburg. And we're still waiting for the officials to get this one straight. Should be first down and 10 for the Green Dragons on the 36-yard line. Usually there's a sideline. No, they're going to mark off a penalty. Usually there's a warning first. So it was a gain. Oh, my. So it was a 14-yard gain there on the, on the pass. Now, okay, but it cannot... So there's a 14-yard gain on the play. So a pass was completed. The play was complete. So it's still second down, but now it's second down and probably 11 from the uh, 16, 21-yard line. Three receivers to the right, one receiver to the left. Shotgun formation for Shalesky. Central's coming on a blitz. Shalesky looking down the field, throws it. And he's hitting the backfield and fumbles. And uh, let's see. Oh, they're calling an incomplete, incomplete pass. pass. He got hit he hard. He got hit hard. And he's still down. And uh, it was not a good scene at all. Took a Is the Central hit. Columbia down or Shedleski? Uh, Shedleski's still down. Okay. He got hit. Yeah, he did get hit hard from the blind side. Yeah, lost the ball. Fortunately for the Green Dragons, they were able to retain, but it looks like uh, Shaleski's up. It's actually a Blue Jay yeah, that's still Blue down Jay now. Yeah, it's down. Yeah. Yeah. That was similar to what happened to him up at Central Mountain, Justin, if you recall, getting hit from the blind side there and twisting his ankle. That cost him to uh, miss some time in the next game. But um, Very fortunate they called an incomplete yeah. pass. His hand was, his arm was going forward. So there's uh, 7.37 to go here in the second quarter. Blue Jays have a 14-3 lead. It'll be the Green Dragon ball from the, their own 21. It'll be a third and 11. Yep, third and 11. Um, again, that that was not um, any fault of the Green Dragons line. That was just no. a coverage check. Yep. There was good Give coverage right there. Yeah, the secondary of the Blue Jays. Yep. The Bucknell Bison host Lafayette tomorrow for homecoming. Pre-game show with Doug Birdsong and Kevin Hurst starts at 11.30 with kickoff at noon on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting app. And the Penn State Nittany Lions visit Indiana tomorrow. The tailgate show is at 2 o'clock, kickoff at 3.30 with Steve Jones, Jack Ham, Roger Corey, and Derek Williams on News Radio 1070 WKOK, the WKOK.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting app. Okay, the Green Dragons break the huddle. Ball's on their own 21-yard line, 3rd and 11. Shotgun formation. Spalding gives the ball to Moyers up the middle, and he goes nowhere. Goes nowhere as Ethan Spalding had to come in for one play there. And it now is fourth down for the Green Dragons. Moyers gained a yard there in the play and got it back to the original line of scrimmage. So it's now fourth and ten from the 22-yard line. And, you know, a penalty that didn't need to happen there, Justin, really curtailed the Green Dragons' march there. Yep. And now uh, forces the, the punting situation. Dakota Snyder in the punt. High, wobbly kick coming down. And it's fumbled on the play. And Blue Jays recover it at the 40, their own 42-yard line. You know, we've seen that now. That's the third time in two weeks. Yep, third yep. time in two weeks. 
his punts are not a normal punt. They are like knuckleballs. He doesn't kick a spiral, Justin. It's just a knuckleball. Coach talked about in the pregame how it just booms off yep. his foot. And uh, there again, you see it. As you said, Greg, you call it a knuckleball from Dakota being the baseball player that he is. <laughs> He's uh, able to kick that and uh, the third time in two weeks. First down for Central Columbia on their own 42-yard line. Balls in the left hash mark. Wide receiver left, wide receiver right. Eye formation in the backfield. Give the ball in a quick pitch around the right side against him. He's at 45, 50, and then the Lewisburg territory on the 49-yard line. Pickup of, uh, we'll call it eight on the play, make it. Second and two from the 40, Lewisburg 49-yard line. Central feels comfortable, Greg, going that right side for some reason. They really and, and do. Everything's pitched right against her there, and he's just getting out, picking up big chunks, picks up eight yards there on first down. Sets up a second and two here for the Blue Jays as they get in the Green Dragon territory. Same formation, I formation. Devlin gives the ball to the fullback up the middle that time. He's hit and stopped for no gain on the play. So we'll bring up third down. And a short two, long one for the Blue Jays. Yeah, just a fullback dive there, Sheckerly, and there was nowhere to go. Good uh, collapse there by the Green Dragon defensive line. And now it's, uh, you know, with the way they're able to move the ball, Greg, leading by a score of 14-3, I wouldn't be surprised to go on four downs here. Yeah, and the other thing, Justin, Justin it might be on two this time to try to try draw, to draw the Green Dragons offside. They had success with it earlier in the first yep. quarter. Yep. So they come out of the huddle here. And they're in a power eye. For no, they're not. They're in the eye formation. Under center is Devlin. Tried it on two. Uh, it didn't look like anybody was in the neutral zone there. Uh, that's the thing. I, I don't think that was a good call. I don't not think Wolfsburg jumped into the neutral zone. I agree with you, Greg. I, I, they jumped. There's no doubt. But they but weren't in the neutral zone. Now. And that was a six-yard penalty, too. That went from the 49 to the 43-yard line. Here again, why we're going to have play playing on a yeah, Saturday. That's exactly right. <laughs> so it's first down for Central. Again, I formation against him on an isolation play off the right side. Bounces it outside. He's inside the 40, and we have a penalty flag thrown this time. It looks like holding on Central. They'll be uh, back, push it back to their side of the field. So uh, we'll see what he gets. Gensler will get about two yards rushing there, but it's going to be a 10-yard penalty, pushing it back to the 49-yard line. So make it first and 18 for Central from their own 49-yard line. So first and 18 from the 49-yard line, 5-16 remaining in the first half, 14-3 lead by Central Columbia Blue Jays. We're going uh, power eye this time in the backfield. Power eye right. Xander Bradley split out wide to left. Ramirez has him one-on-one. -on -one. Again, Lewisburg jumped off sides. That time they were in the neutral zone. They picked up five yards. Now be back to the 46-yard line, making it first and 13 for Central Columbia. Yeah, got to be a little disciplined here, the Green Dragons. But obviously, it's the third time now they've, they've jumped. It's been a change of the cadence by... Uh, by the Blue Jays, and it's working. Yes, take, it is, Justin. Taking advantage of, of the change. Same formation, power eye left, Devlin under center. Gives the ball to against him around the right side. This time he's hit, just keeps his legs going. He stays low to the ground, gets to about the 37-yard line, pick up a nine on the play, makes it now 
second and probably about four for the Blue Jays. It's nothing fancy, Greg. They're coming out, and they're just going power right side there. The, the, yeah, Josh, I'm sorry, but he and Moyers run so similar, yeah, keeping their bodies, bodies low. So low to the ground. They're the hard only, to see behind that line. And, yep. uh, you know, again, they keep continuing to go off that right side. So second down and four now. Under center is Devlin. Coming on blitz again off the right side. Devlin this time is hit by the cornerback coming up and making the tackle. But he uh, just as short of a first down, be third down and about one as he gets to the 34-yard line. Yeah, so they're going to pick up three there off the – but again, I mean, I sound like a broken record, Greg, but they're going right side, right, right side, right side. Right side all the time. And yes, they're, just yeah. get, they're getting nice chunks. They continue to get nice chunks. We have to make the adjustment yep. defensively here. Short side of the field. Again, power eye right, left, under center. This time they go off the left side. He breaks into the clear, and he's going to get hit there. And not, no, he just runs into the end zone for a touchdown as he breaks a tackle about the 10-yard line and runs into the end zone for a touchdown. Isaac Gensimer from the 34-yard line. And the Blue Jays take a 20-3 lead with 3.50 to go before halftime. Yeah, right there, he went left side this time. He broke about three tackles, and as he got down inside the 10, broke two more, like a pinball, just spinning around, gets in the end zone, extends a Blue Jay lead here to 20-3 to with 3.50 to go in the second quarter with a PAT attempt on its way. Gregory in the try, the extra point. And let's, well, holder Zach Smith. Gregory's kick up and good, so it's 21 to three with 3:50 to go before halftime. The Central takes a commanding three-score lead over the Green Dragons. I'll tell you what, eyes against her. All he wants to do is see the uh, Lewisburg Green Dragons on the schedule every week. I'll He's tell you the what. best runner in America against Lewisburg. Yeah, we can. You're in and you're out yep. against the Green Dragons. He's uh, just had success now for his fourth consecutive year, but. Uh, Green Dragons here have an opportunity to get the ball. Start the second half. Have to make an adjustment here and before half with 3:50 to go. You know, two yeah, timeouts left. Plenty of time here. Let's get on the scoreboard here. Let's let's punch one in here and close this gap. And again, take the you know trail at halftime, but hopefully get the you know we'll start with the ball. Yep. So let's yep, see if we can see move what here. we can do here. We showed the you know the ability and the opportunity to move the ball down. Exactly. Field. Just we don't have the points on the on the board to really show for it. No. Again, penalties and turnovers have stopped the Green Dragons' drives tonight. So Gregory getting ready to kick off. This time it's uh, looks like Moyers and Ramirez deep for the Green Dragons, standing about the five-yard line. Gregory approaches the ball. This time he kicks it to Ramirez. He picks it at the five, fumbles it, picks it up at the 10. He's at the 15. It's out to the 20, 25, and falls forward to the 29-yard line. So a nice return there. By Andrew Ramirez. Yeah, just not able, you know, drops that there, fumbles, was able to re regain control, get back up, and gets out to, as you said, Greg, to the 29. That's where the Green Dragons will take over here. And it's imperative here now that we put a nice drive down here before the half and put some points on the board. First and 10 for Lewisburg on their own 29-yard line. Shedleski breaks the huddle. He's in the shotgun formation. Moyers to his left with the right, and Ramirez split out. Ritherite and Dominic split out to the left. Dominic in motion. 
High snap, gives it to Moyers off the left side. He breaks through to about the 44-yard line, pick up a five in the play, make it second down and five for the Green Dragons. Yeah, off the left side there for Max, picks up five on first down. Sets it a, makes it a second and five here. 3.25 to go here. Two timeouts left for the Green Dragons. Break the huddle. Josh goes over the ball. Dominic and Brown to the right. Motion. Moyers go out to his left for a screen pass, and they don't throw it to him. They throw a tight end on a wide receiver screen and just threw it a little low to him that time. He couldn't catch it. Makes it now third and five from the... 34-yard line. Yeah, new little wrinkle we see this yep. week with that uh, wide receiver screen. Moyers goes out in the flat there and uh, anticipating all the coverage flowing to him and go back to wide receiver just on their throne there and uh, sets up a third and five here for the Green Dragons. Willisburg breaks the huddle, third down and five, tight end right. Three receivers to the right this time. Chileski looking to his left, throws a quick out. It was caught by Brown. It depends if they give him forward progress. They give him forward progress. It should be a first down. Pick up a six. They mark it at the 40-yard line, so it's a first down. Pick up a six by Romel Brown. An excellent job there running his route of, of picking up the first down. Yeah, it was good connection there. Able to know where he had to get to to move the sticks. And uh, Shalesky put it right in his hands and gets the first down. Under three minutes now to go before the first half ends. Ball's on the 40-yard line. Again, shotgun formation. Romel Brown split out wide right. Motion by Dominic. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. He's at the 40, 45. He's out wide to the 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25. And down there, a good run by Max Moyers from the 40-yard line to it looks like they're going to spot about the 23-yard line. So that would be, now let's see where they're going to put it at the 25. Pick up a 35 yards in the play there by Max Moyers. Yeah, good hard run there by actually 45, 45 yards he picked up there. 35. Was it on the 40? Yeah, from the 40 to the 25. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry, Greg. I'm sorry. Yeah, 35. Max Moyers just shows his ability there, power, speed off the yep. left side there, and just game save or a touchdown saving tackle there by Gensman off the left side. Shotgun formation, two receivers to left this time, motion coming across by Dominic. This time, Shaleski keeps the ball up the middle, fights his way forward to about the 24 for a yard, bring up second and nine. Yep, just designed quarterback keeper there with uh, big quarterback Shaleski just taking it up again. Plenty of time left to go yep. here, Greg. Cl uh, clock's down, the game clock's down to 210, but the Green Dragons still have two timeouts here. Yeah, there's no no need to hurry right now. Yeah, don't want to leave any time on the clock yeah. for the Blue Jays. They have plenty of time to score here. Green Dragons break the huddle. Dominic goes left. Ramel Brown to the right. With the right to the left and tight end to the right. Shotgun formation. Coming hard. Looking over to his left. Hits Dominic at the 25. He goes forward and steps out of bounds about the 19-yard line. Pick up a five on the play. Bring up third and four for the Green Dragons. Yeah, just a little out pattern there, and good good heads up there by Dominic, who initially was going to take it inside, recognize where he's at, cut out of bounds, stops the clock. But still plenty of time here to go for the Green Dragons. 144 to go here. Sets up a third and four, trailing by a score of 21 to three. So I would say they're in four-down territory for sure, Justin. I don't Definitely. think they'll kick a field goal here. Shotgun formation, Dominic in motion to around the left side. Shooting a gap up the middle, but Moyers breaks it. He's out to the left inside the 10. 
He's into the five and runs into the pile. And he just steps out of bounds inside the five. We'll see where he marks it. Let's see. It's going to be inside the five, probably the two or three yard line, I would think. Looks like they're going to mark it at the two yard line. They're going to mark it at the one, according to the guy on this sideline, Justin. That's an 18-yard gain. I think it's the two, Justin. I think I agree with you. I think it's the two. But it's first and goal from the two-yard line. Just a little delay there, and I'll tell you what, Moyer is just showing his power and showing the speed. He just really complete, is. Complete power I left this time. Shalesky and a quarterback sneak. I don't think he got in, but he now is inside the one. Pick up a one in the play. For Nick Shedleski, bring up second goal from the one. Hey, 125 to go, clock running. Again, nothing wrong with that. Getting right no. down here. Clock continues to chip away. Do not let him leave too much time on the on the clock for the Blue Jays here. They're going unbalanced line to the left. Give the ball to Moyers off the left side, and I think he's into the end zone for a touchdown. One-yard run by Max Moyers for a Lewisburg touchdown. Power eye left, and they went on balance line left, and Max just plows into the end zone for the touchdown. Hey, that's the way we draw it up, Greg. That's what we needed right now. You know, to cut into that deficit, makes the score 21-9 with 110 to go here in the second quarter. But, again, the, the Dragons will get the ball to start the second half. Exactly. So Exactly. It was imperative there that we put some points on the board, and we showed it right there coming down the field, and Max Moyers with some nice big runs and takes it in from one yard out there. Defenderfer in to try the extra point. Low snap. Ramirez gets it down, and Jack Diefendorfer kicks it through for a good extra point. That's 21-10 with 1-10 remaining in the first half. Great drive there by the Green Dragons. Yeah, very imperative to get down, put some points on the board, and, and close this gap. The Green Dragons have shown the ability tonight to move the ball and put some points on the board now. And, uh, again, it's just a boost to their confidence here. And uh, we got to you know, right now kick coverage, right? Kick yeah, coverage right now, stay in our lanes, yeah. you know, make sure we wrap up. Do not give the momentum going into halftime right back to the Correct. Blue Jays. So the Green Dragons will kick off with 110 remaining in the first half, trailing 21-10 to the Central Columbia Blue Jays. And uh, like you said last time, Justin, the, the up back picked that ball up and just about broke everything and returned to Blaze Williams. Just about broke everything and returned it all the way for a touchdown. So we'll see what happens this time. Jack Defender is kicking off from the left, left hash mark. And we'll see what happens here. Uh, I would try to kick it deep down to the right side and see what happens, Justin. This time Jack kicks it to the right side, but it's a little falling. It's a wide ball, and Lewisburg has the ball. Looks, oh, no. They didn't control, and it went out of bounds, and it will be Central Columbia's ball on their own 20, about the 27-yard line. It was there for him, Justin. It was there for the taking, and when I was looking, Greg, I was looking at special teams right here, and the Blue Jays only put four men on the line, on the front line, yep. and if you look, there was nobody on the on the, yep. on the near side from the, the hash over, and I'm thinking the whole time, don't do it now, but maybe the second half, right, get an opportunity right. to just, and you know, the Green Dragons kick it, it down, and the opportunity was there. We just were not boy, that able. That could have been huge. Oh, it would have been huge with 107 to go here in the second quarter, but the Blue Jays get the ball and that's where they'll take over from uh, the their own 27 flag against Lewisburg they had 12 guys as they broke the huddle and that's that's something that this this time of year should yeah. not happen we, and to win a game like this we have to clean it up we saw it last week the penalties uh, and just shooting yourself in the foot and well again no they they're, they're confused it's against Lewisburg it's 12 men yeah 
it should be against Lewisburg. Oh, uh, now they're waving the flag off. Because it was... Uh, it, okay, it looks like uh, Gavin Sheriff is in uh, for Lewisburg as the safety right now, Justin. Back to pass is Devlin. Going deep. Stepping up, he's going deep down the sideline. The tight end catches the ball, the 45, and he's brought down to 35. Excellent catch, man. He went up with his hands and just caught that ball, used his 6'6 six, six height advantage there. So first and 10 for Central Columbia on their Lewisburg 35-yard line. Again, they have two ti three timeouts left. Clock will be running under a minute when the ball's out. No, this time they called a timeout. Central calls a timeout. So it will be first down and 10, 30 on the 35-yard line, 101 to go in the first half. Yeah, 38-yard gain there. And, and, Greg, what he's talked about it is, you know, we score. We get a little momentum on our side. We cut the lead. And we don't take advantage of the opportunity there on the kickoff. Ball's loose. Right. And, you know, we come right back, and they're going downfield right away, and they're connected yeah. on a huge gain. They're, I mean, they're not sitting on their lead. No, they they want to add not. to their they're lead. They're putting points on the board, and, and that's not... It's not way we can play. We gotta. Yep. Essentially, what they did there is they just ran a seam route right oh, down yeah. the right down the seam, and they had three guys doing the seam route: one on this side of the field, two on that side of the field, and a perfectly thrown pass there by Devlin. Yeah, he again, it was a great catch. Yeah, great catch by the tight end. Huge body, obviously six six, and uh, Devlin throwing a good ball tonight. He really is. Yep, he really is. Well, the Eagles are back in action. Uh, as they head to the link on Sunday to host the Carolina Panthers. The pregame show starts at noon and kickoff with Merrill Reese and Mike Quick is at 1 o'clock on Eagle 107. And the Steelers, after uh, tying in the opener, the Steelers are going to host the Cleveland Browns next Sunday on the Valley. Join Bill Hillgrove, Touch Elkin, and Craig Wolfie for the pregame at 11 a.m. and kickoff at 1 o'clock right here on 100.9 the Valley. Shotgun formation, Devlin looking to his left, throws on the flat to the big tight end. This time, it's right in his hands, he drops the ball. That was that was an easier catch than the one he made down the seam. Yeah, yeah, just not able to haul it in. Good good turn of events there for the Green Dragons. Going to set up a second and ten from the Green Dragon thirty-five for the Blue Jays. Fifty-six seconds left to go. Blue Jays still have two timeouts left as well. So the Green Dragons now have to have a defensive stand here. It's uh, almost imperative that they stop him here, Justin. Okay, this time they come out, two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Gensimer to the left of the quarterback, back to pass is Devlin. Good rush by Woodsburg. Devlin steps up, he's down the right side to the 30, 25, inside the 25, out about the 23-yard line, 22-yard line for a first down. That stops the clock and gives Central Columbia a first down. Yeah, recognized the coverage downfield, just toxic runs, gets to the sideline, knew where he had to get to. Not only gets a first down, but he gets out of bounds, stops the clock with 50 seconds to go here as he gets the ball down to the 21 of the Green Dragons. So first and ten for the Blue Jays as they break the huddle. Zach Smith split out wide left along with Xander Bradley. Devlin back to pass, rolling to his left. Looking down the field, stops, throws the ball. Wide open receiver, and he just misses him. He was wide. Bradley was wide open. He just did a curl about the ten-yard line, and he was wide open. Yeah, this package coming out, Greg, as they're, they're spreading the field out. It's giving us a little trouble with our secondary here. A lot of lot of open guys out there for the Blue yep. Jays right now. Fortunate enough right now for the Green Dragons, their devil was off. Yeah, a tough pass rolling to his left. He stopped it through, but that's a tough throw for a right-handed quarterback. 
So Central breaks the huddle this time. Again, two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. The tight end is also right. Shotgun formation. Devlin straight back to pass this time. Looking downfield under some pressure, being chased. Steps up, and he eludes everyone, and he's outside the 20, 15, and he's inside the 10 to about the 8-yard line. How he got away from them, just I don't know. No, it's almost like right now we need to take a timeout, Greg. I think a timeout, but I well, think Blue I Jays think are going. Blue Jays will take one, yeah, with 31 seconds to just, go. We had so much pressure, had him in the backfield, should have sacked him for about a 10-yard loss, and Devlin just showing his athletic ability, weaving and, and cutting around and getting downfield, and gets a, gets a nice gain there, and they're going to yep. spot the ball at the about the 8-yard eight, line. Yep, about the 8-yard so line. Of, gain of 13 yards there on the on the quarterback scamper there from. Uh, Devlin so so it'll be first and goal from the eight yard line with 31 seconds to go in the first half Central Columbia leads by a score of 21 to 10 Got a break in the action. Let's take a look at the uh, Blaze Alexander Ford downtown scoreboard as we're heading into halftime. It's Schmokin 14, Shikolamese 0. It's Danville 17, Seals Grove 0. It's Mount Carmel 20, Bloomsburg 0. It's South Williamsport 21, Milton 0. Central Mountain has a 14-6 lead over Mifflinburg. It's Loyal Sock 21, Warrior Run 0. Southern Columbia has a 41-0 lead over Hughesville. And Jersey Shore has a 10-6 lead over Baltimore area in the second. And that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard here in the second. So the ball is on the eight-yard line as Central Columbia comes out. They have two receivers to the right, and one of those receivers is their tight end. He has a huge height advantage over there on the right-hand side. Motion by Bradley to the right. Rolling to his right is Devlin. Just throws a little flat pass out there. Bradley catches it and hit inbounds, and the clocks continues to run. Central either has they call their last timeout now with 22 seconds to go. And the ball's resting inside the five at about the four yards. Well, let's see where they're going to spot it. Going to spot it at the two-yard line. So it'll be second goal from the two. Pick up a six on that play. And Central uses their last timeout. Yeah, just a little swing pass there. Try to let the back make a play there. And Smith and uh, able to haul it in but not able to get in the end zone. And uh, 22 seconds left to go here. Central's out of timeouts. It's second and two here. So... Right now, this could be the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, Greg, right here. Yes, it really could, Justin. And, and you know, uh, I know I know they have no timeouts left, but, boy, I'd be awful tempted to give the ball to Gensman. Oh, yeah, certainly. From the two right now, yep. they've shown the ability to get a good push tonight. The other, the other thing is you can throw a little fade pass to the big tight end in the corner of the right side. Yeah, a lot of options left here. Yep. As it's second down with 22 seconds left to go in the second quarter. Second down and, and goal from the two. And Lewisburg has to be right up on the receivers. They, they can't give them any room. It's an eye formation in the backfield. Power eye. Devlin under center. Gives it to Gensum off the right side. And he did not get in. He didn't get in. Lewisburg just has to take their time getting up. The, the clock is down under 10 seconds. Devlin's under center, gives this ball up the middle of the fullback, and it looks like a touchdown. The last play, it, I, well, I don't know uh, what happened there, but Central Columbia gets through the ball and knocked the official's hat off. So, uh, just a quarterback keeper. Yeah, I think it was just a quarterback, faked it to the fullback, and he just followed the fullback into the line of scrimmage. Goes in from one yard out for the touchdown. Extends the Blue Jays' lead here. 
no time to go in the first half. It's 27-10, and now we're trying the extra point. Okay, uh, Gregory in to try the extra point, and like you said, Justin, that could be the backbreaker play of the game. Blaze Alexander for backbreaker play of the game. I'm sorry, not Blaze Alexander. Smoking Dam. Smoking Dam Health Center, backbreaker play of the game. Gregory in for the extra point, kicks it through the uprights, and it's 28 to 10. That's our halftime score here at Central Columbia High School. As Central Columbia leads the Lewisburg Green Dragons by a score of 28 to 10. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. Aubrey Alexander Toyota says if you're in the market for your next vehicle, stop what you're doing and check this out. A 2018 Yaris IA Sedan MSRP 17945. You pay 16629. 32 miles to the gallon, brand new, never driven, and in stock. Rebates as high as $3,000 on all 2018 RAV4s. 69 in stock and available. 2018 Sienna has an unheard of $3,000 rebate and we have 13 to choose from. 2018 Tacomas have $1,000 cash back. That's crazy. We have 40 to choose from. 10 tough and rugged 2018 Tundras available with a $2,500 rebate and we're knocking $5,500 off 2018 Tundra Platinum with MSRP 53.2. Check us out online at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com to drive the best and pay the least because that's what we do. Only at Aubrey Alexander Toyota on the Strip in Sealands Grove and remember, tell them John. Johnny sent you. Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com. Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal-of-the-day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! Whether you're an athlete or you enjoy hitting the gym on weekends, when you're in pain, even simple tasks can be difficult. Feeling better is right around the corner when you visit me, Dr. Anthony Diewald, at Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic in downtown Lewisburg. Dedicated to patient-centered care, utilizing evidence-based treatments, I am focused on using my musculoskeletal expertise to get you back to doing what you love. Why suffer when you can find relief? Call me today. I'm happy to help. 570-523-9609. That's the number for Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic at 200 Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's the final weeks of the Jeep Adventure Days. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $5,000 off new Renegades to qualified individuals, and we have over 20 to choose from. We're also discounting 2019 Jeep Cherokees up to $5,000, and we're also taking up to $4,500 off Jeep Compasses. Huge discounts all month long, great selection, and 0% financing on most Jeep models. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call us at 5 Jeep or visit us online at ZermanJeep.com. We're back here at Central Columbia High School where the halftime score is the Central Columbia Blue Jays 28, the Lewisburg Green Dragons 10. This is a game where 
defensively, the Lewisburg does not has just not had an answer for the Central Columbia offense tonight, Justin. No, that first possession, uh, Central was going down drive, and we were able to get forced the turnover with the Andrew Ramirez uh, interception. We put our you know, our offense was able to drive down the field. We get the ball inside the five there, and then we fumble, give right. the turnover over, and it's been uh, the Blue Jays' offense ever since. They've just have controlled it. Both teams have been able to move the ball, but uh, you know the Blue Jays just able to capitalize with more points. And yeah. uh, you know, we'll take a look at our quick summary here with uh, 4.22 to go in the first quarter. It was Isaac Gensmer from one yard out, and the successful PAT attempt gives the Blue Jays the early 7-0 lead. And then the, the Green Dragons come down and follow up with a drive there with uh, three... 301 to go. It was Jack D from Durfer with a 25-yard field goal, cutting the Blue Jays lead to 7-3. to And then in the second quarter, with 8.40 to go, it was Trey Devlin to Xander Bradley for a 36-yard touchdown pass. PAT attempt was good, and the Green the Green Dragons trail by a score of 14-3. to And then with 3.50 to go in the second quarter, it was Isaac Gensmer once again from 34 yards out, this time on the TD rush. PAT attempt was good, and the Blue Jays extend their lead 21-3. And then with one 10 to go in the second quarter. It was Max Moyers from one yard out. Cuts in the deficit with a successful PAT attempt. Makes it 21-10. And then with no time on the clock, Trey Devlin for the Blue Jays goes in from one yard out with a touchdown rush. And the successful PAT attempt makes it 28-10. And that is our halftime score here. Statistically wise for the Green Dragons on offense. Uh, Unofficial, Max Moyers, 16 carries, 121 yards, and the touchdown. We have Nick Shedleski, two carries for two yards. Ethan Dominic, two carries for nine yards. It's Andrew Ramirez on the receiving end, one reception for 14 yards. Romel Brown, one catch for seven yards. It's Ethan Dominic with 48 yards receiving on three catches. And Coleman Witherite, one catch for six yards. And Nick Shedleski passing tonight is six of ten uh, for 102. And... Uh, Offensively for the Blue Jays, uh, they're just a little balanced tonight, Greg. Right, they are. They're uh, they're able to throw the ball downfield and they're able to run the ball tonight. Uh, rushing wise, Isaac Gensmer, 15 carries, 101 yards, and two touchdowns. It's the fullback Jack Sheckerly with four carries for 17 yards, and the quarterback Trey Devlin has four carries for 32 yards. On the receiving end, it's Eli Morrison with one catch for 20 yards. Xander Bradley has been the go-to receiver tonight, three catches for 82 yards. Zach Smith has two catches for 20 yards, and the tight end, Verse, has one catch for 38 yards. And unofficially, quarterback-wise, Trey Devlin, 7-10 for 131 with uh, one touchdown and one interception. So we're seeing a little balanced attack here from the Blue Jays tonight. They're able to run the ball. They're able to throw the ball. And uh, we just don't have an answer defensively right no, now. Right? Uh, and what, what we're seeing, Justin, is they can throw the ball whenever they want to. Yeah. You know, Lewisburg knew there they had to throw the ball there in the last, what, minute? Yep. Uh, to go in the game, and the receivers are open. Uh, now, Devlin's hitting him. Don't get me wrong. He has to make the play. But um, when we put pressure on Devlin, he tucks it and runs. Yep. Uh, he showed that with that last scamper yep. there to get the ball down. I mean, we should have had him for a 10-yard loss mm -hmm. in the backfield. We should have been sacking him. And he just wiggles and waggles and gets around and just you know shows his athletic ability. He gets down and uh, has, you know, showed his ability. Right. Like, even we there from one yard out there, the clock was taken away. They hand off to Gensmer. They showed patience. Get to the line of scrimmage. He just quicks takes it, takes it in with no time on the clock, and uh, extends their lead. You know, we, we said coming over here tonight, Justin, and even in the pregame show, this is maybe the most athletic team we've seen 
all year, yeah. you know, football that Lewisburg yep. played against. And, and we're seeing that tonight. They have athletes at wide receiver, tight end. Uh, their quarterback is an excellent athlete. Yeah. Uh, and that's not even mentioned Gensimer's name for crying out loud. Yeah. And, and these kids aren't one sports stars they play multiple sports, sports here at central columbia yep and uh they they do an excellent job in all sports that they play here at central columbia and it's uh it's shown here tonight in the football field yeah and, and the other thing is their offensive line well it's not the huge offensive line at lewisburg is they do have some big kids but they're really athletic they really are running and getting downfield and, th and throwing some blocks for these guys yep these guards are pulling and you know coming around and they're able to move and uh just yeah they're impressing us we knew coming in tonight it was gonna be a tough task you know over the last several years the success that they've had against the green dragons and uh yeah they're just a complete team you're just uh, you're yeah. seeing a complete team here you know they're five and three on the season but you look at their losses who'd they lose to this year opening week they lost a tight game to mount carmel they right. lost to southern columbia and they lost a, a, a tight game to danville right just a few weeks back yeah. so they're their three losses they're all you know quality losses yeah. that they have um and and they're a, they're a very tough team here they're a veteran team uh, as she said with a lot of athletic ability they can run the ball they can throw the ball and uh and we're seeing it here tonight as they lead by a score of 28 to 10 here at the halftime let's take a quick look at the blaze alexander ford out of town scoreboard at the half throughout the area at the half it's shimokin 14 shikalemi zero it's danville 17 seals grove zero mount carmel has a 27 to lead, zero lead over bloomsburg it's Upper Dolphin 28, Pine Grove 12. South Williamsport has a 21-0 lead over Milton. At the half, it's Central Mountain 14, Mifflinburg 6. Loyal Sock has a 21-0 lead over Warrior Run. Montoursville has a 28-7 lead over Tawanda. Southern Columbia has a 41-0 lead over Hughesville. Dallas and Berwick are knotted at 3. It's Juniata 34, Millersburg 7. And Jersey Shore has a 10-6 lead over Baldigo area at the half. And again, that's your Blaze Alexander Ford downtown scoreboard at the half. And, uh, you know, any, any surprises there, Greg, for you? I know there's uh, one in my mind that stands out, and I'm sure it's probably similar to what you're You know, I, I, was, I was listening to you, Justin, but I wasn't listening to you. I was, I was thinking to myself what Lewisburg needs to do to try to come up with a stop here in the second half. I said, I think this is second consecutive year we've been over here at central columbia i would like to see if they have a punter justin yeah we have i don't seen think they've seen one last year either no and uh, i would like to see if if that gregory kate can punt the ball he sure can kick it yep i can tell you that see but it, it would be nice to see if he could punt the football and just think of what lewisburg could possibly do to uh slow the central columbia offense uh, but yeah i i do have i think you know the the halftime scores I think that Central Mountain Mifflinburg yeah, game is one that, that stands that, out to me. That, that does. I, I can't understand Mifflinburg. I thought they'd have a better team this year yeah. than what their record's showing. I mean, the DeGroat kid is maybe not the best passing quarterback that we see, but he is an athlete. Yeah, he good can athlete. Run. When he's in the game, he's, uh, he's you know, a difference full attack. Maker. Yeah. yeah, he really is. And and that probably surprises me the most, that score there. Uh, Central Mountain hasn't won a game all year, I don't yeah. believe. No, they have not. They're looking for their, you know, the first win. And I think the reason that game really stands out to me not only is central winning for the first game of the year but mifflinburg you know where they stand in in the district oh, four exactly. playoffs they know, need a win they need a win here to you know try to sneak in as an eight seed yep. and uh you know there they are trailing and that's going to be our week
10 opponent, you know, yeah. next week. As we, uh, week 10, we'll be hosting the Mifflinburg Wildcats back at uh, Christy Mathewson. So that game is one that we're keeping an eye on because uh, Mifflinburg right now is sitting at the ninth seed. Right. Again, 11 teams make the District 4 3A playoffs. Mifflinburg sitting at, at the ninth seed with a 2-6 and six record. And Warrior Run is the eighth seed right now with a 2-6 and six record. And Warrior Run is, is losing again tonight. Um, but look, look who Warrior Run plays next week. Yeah, Columbia Montour Votech, a 4A school, yep. which they're going to win that game. Yeah, so, you know, it's one of those things where it's there for the taking from Mifflinburg, but yep. uh, they're, they're obviously not taking it. So, uh, yeah, Loyal's Mifflinburg has to win out, essentially, to yeah. get into the playoffs, and, yep. and they're just not doing it. Time. And it, it does surprise me. I thought they would beat Central Mountain. Yeah, I thought I thought so, too. I thought it would really build up, uh, you know, the game next yep. week, you know, yep. coming into, because, again, jockeying position for those seeds. Mifflinburg would need to win to get in, and uh, it's, what, it's the story we've seen the last couple years with that rivalry between the Green yep. Dragons and the Wildcats. But uh, the, other, the other thing, Justin, I think what it's showing tonight, too, is just how good Danville is. Yeah. They're taking it to the Seals Grove team, and, you know, I know Seals Grove's not having the best of years this year, but they still have some players on that team, and, and Danville is just... A solid, solid football team, and that Ryan Persing, since they moved him to tailback, has just kind of turned that offense around for him. Yeah, he's uh, he scored, receiving, kick returning, punt yep. returning, and uh, rushing. I mean, he's just a just a weapon that they have. And again, they lead Seals Grove by a score of seventeen to zero right now at the half. And here at the half, it's uh, the Columbia, yeah, Central Central Columbia Blue Jays twenty eight. The Lewisburg Green Dragons 10 here at the half, and you're listening to Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley. For almost a half century, Central Pennsylvania has turned to Glicks in Zealand's Grove for the best quality in garage doors, fireplaces, stoves, and awnings. With the area's most experienced installers, you know you'll be getting superior service and premium products from Glicks. It's the family name you've come to trust for nearly 50 years. Glicks on Route 15 North, Sealands Grove. And remember, we're always open on Facebook and Glicks.com. Turbotville National Bank is now in the palm of your hand. Introducing mobile banking. Check your balance, pay a bill, or transfer funds all from your phone wherever you go. It's secure and convenient. Your personal information is protected even if your phone is lost or stolen. Plus, deposit a check with your phone's camera. So download the free app today. Sign up or visit ttnb.com slash mobile to learn more. Turbotville National Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The average person takes over 28,000 showers in their lifetime. That's a lot of time in one place. You should make sure it's time well spent. With a frameless glass shower door from United Play Glass in Sunbury, keep that water in and have a more modern look to your shower with help from your hometown glass guys. United Play Glass. Stop messing with that shower curtain and have a more open feel along with a surface that's much easier to clean. Look, you're busy taking care of the kids, spending over 50 hours a week on your career. You deserve this. Get a frameless glass shower door from United Play Glass in Sunbury. Go to upgpa.com. That's upgpa.com. Your clear-cut choice. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family-operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal, home, and auto, or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. 
You've heard about life sharing with shared support, but what does it really mean? I'm Laurie, a life sharing provider. Tell me more about Brian. Brian loves family gatherings. We go to sporting events together, and he always enjoys spending time with my grandchildren. With Brian in our lives, we are truly a family. You can help someone reach goals in their life. Shared support, changing lives for the better. Shared support, no matter who you are. SharedSupport.org Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's the final weeks of the Jeep Adventure Days. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock. Up to $5,000 off new Renegades to qualified individuals. And we have over 20 to choose from. We're also discounting 2019 Jeep Cherokees up to $5,000. And we're also taking up to $4,500 off Jeep Compasses. Huge discounts all month long. Great selection and 0% financing on most Jeep models. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call us at 570 988 Jeep or visit us online at ZermanJeep.com. No, I can't be late again. Thank you for calling HR. Hi, um, this doesn't happen to me often, but I'm going to be late. My car won't start. That's okay, sweetie. Just make sure you bring in a doctor's note. But I'm not at the doctor's. Okay, see you soon. Bye-bye. Are you tired of that old ride leaving you sick? And are you tired of being told no? Or that your credit just is not enough? We believe everyone deserves a second chance, and we have the lenders that do, too. Hi, Corey Brown here. Blaze Alexander, Buick Cadillac GMC truck in Sunbury. Home of the 99% approval, where we get 99% of our customers approved. We are stacked with the perfect inventory to fit all your financing needs. We have exactly what you're looking for. Cars, trucks, SUVs, new and used, lowest price, guaranteed. We have some new vehicles in stock with over 20% off. or a pre-owned Fusion, Impala, Malibu. Camry, Sentra, and more for under $10,000. These deals are huge and won't last. So buy your next ride ahead of schedule and under budget. Only at Blaze Alexander, 800 Market Street, Sunbury. Taking the deals, the other guys won't. You're an athlete or you enjoy hitting the gym on weekends. When you're in pain, even simple tasks can be difficult. Feeling better is right around the corner when you visit me, Dr. Anthony Diebold, at Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic in downtown Lewisburg. Dedicated to patient-centered care, utilizing evidence-based treatments, I am focused on using my musculoskeletal expertise to get you back to doing what you love. Why suffer when you can find relief? Call me today. I'm happy to help. 570-523-9609. That's the number for Livewell Adjusted Chiropractic at 200 Market Street in downtown Lewisburg. We're back here at Central Columbia High School, where tonight the halftime score is Central Columbia 28, the Lewisburg Green Dragons 10, in a game that really has been dominated offensively by Central Columbia, Justin. Lewisburg has shown the ability to move the ball. It's just Central Columbia has just not been stopped. Yeah, they haven't. You know, as you talked about before, we went to break there. We haven't seen the Central Columbia, you know, punt at all. You know, that opening drive, the first possession, excuse me, for... uh, the Green Dragons able to get the ball down inside the 10 there, get it inside the 5, and then just turn it over. And from there, Central Columbia is just taking control of the game offensively, just moving the ball at will. We haven't had a defensive stand there. Now, and, and on the other side, you know, offensively, we've been showing the ability right. to move the ball, but you know, we're the situation where we put just three up versus, you know, seven. Right. That's coming back right now in a game like this that we can't have field goals. We're going to need touchdowns, and we're going to need to clean things up. We're yeah. going to have to limit the, limit the penalties. And obviously limit the, the turnovers here in the second half if we want to have a chance to come back and uh, pull this out as we trail by a score of 28 to 10. And uh, you know, has halftime is getting ready to wrap up here, and uh, both teams are coming out to the field. Uh, the Blue Jays just came out to the field, and now the Green Dragons are making their way coming out on the f- far end here. 
you know, I, I think the first drive, Justin, it's imperative that we score. Yeah. Um, get, you got to get right back in here, Greg. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. We lost. We talked about it. Right. You know, we score minute ten left to go, and we said, hey, we cannot give Central Columbia any momentum before the half. Right. And sure enough. They go down the field there. They march down the field and then punch it in with no time on the clock to extend their lead, you know, by by 18 now. And uh, you, you can't have that. You cannot have that minute 10 to go. If you want to beat a good team, you cannot allow that to happen. And uh, there's some adjustments we've got to make. Right. And the other thing is penalties, you know. Yeah. Uh, Central Columbia has, you know, they've had some penalties, but they've been over to overcome their penalties. Their offense, you know, Lewisburg's lost their, their go-to wide receiver in Dylan Farinato. Mm -hmm. Central Columbia has two or three guys they can go to at any time yep. on the outside with uh, the Bradley kid, with the tight end. Um, yeah, Verse. Verse. And they have uh, Zach Smith. It's a, a decent receiver, number 11. Yep. Yep. Plus they have, uh, you know, two running backs that they can go to, the Schlechterly kid or, or the Gensimer kid. And, and Devlin has shown the ability to get himself out of trouble yep. and make a positive yardage when he's in trouble in the backfield. So uh, athletically, they, they are better than Lewisburg right now, athletically. Um, the difference right now is Lewisburg is making mistakes and Central is not making them. When they do make a mistake, they can overcome it. Most people can't overcome their mistake. Yep, those they have that penalty. They just can't overcome that. Uh, the the three offside penalties for the Whisperer, they've also become big times. Yep. Uh, when they have first and 18 or second 18, and they have a penalty and makes a second 13, that's a different play call. Yep, changes uh, your definitely yep. changes the play call. You know, it looked like we had a, right there in the second quarter we had a, a first down reception, and then we had yep. a sideline warning. It was uh, coach's misconduct, basically hit for 15 yards uh, from the staff, so it backs it up. And uh, those kind of things you can't have no. happen if you want to win a game like this against a good ball club like uh, the Blue Jays. So Lowsburg will get the second half kickoff. We're waiting for the clock to tick down. There's uh, about a 10 seconds to go yet before they come on. Um, and again, this is important for Lewisburg to get this ball and move it right down the field. Central Columbia will be kicking off from, uh, as we look at the field tonight, from the right, moving right to left. Lewisburg should be moving left to right. Uh, the, the other thing is we're kick, we, we have our receivers stacked, Justin, if you're knowing the kickoff. Mm -hmm. But we always... Move Ramirez to the right and Moyers to the left. left yeah, uh, I think that's something they might have to look at changing up to get Moyers a chance to return the the kickoff. Moyers is going back along with Ramirez. Gregory is kicking off for the Blue Jays. We'll see what happens here as we start the second half. Both standing at the five yard line. Ramirez and Moyers. Gregory's getting ready to approach the ball. The referee blows his whistle. So we're ready to start the second half here. Gregory approaches the ball, kicks a high kick, going to Ramirez at the 8-yard line. He's at the 10, the 15, the 20, cuts to his right, 30, and falls forward to about the 32-yard line, 33-yard line, where Lewisburg will put in play first and 10 from their own 33-yard line. So decent field position. Yes, it is. Position Good right return now. by Andrew Ramirez. Yep, getting the ball out there, and uh, let's see what the adjustments we made here at halftime. The offense has shown the ability to move, so uh, let's see if we can continue to roll with that as our last drive. You know, it was successful going down, putting some points on the board with a touchdown run. 
So it looks like Witherite is in the game right now as a wide receiver. So it looks like we're going three wide receiver set right now. Oh, we're going wing. This is a different formation for Lewisburg. A little wing on balance line left. Give it to Moyers off the right side. He's to the 35 and falls forward to about the 37-yard line. 38 maybe. See where they spot it. Pick up a 4-5 in the play. We're going to call a gain of 5 on the play. Make it second and 5. Yeah, off the, off the right side there for Max. Picks up five on first down, coming back to the war course. And I'm just trying to, you know, put a nice drive together here. Starts the second half. Ball's in the 38. Again, unbalanced line right this time. High formation. Give the ball around the right side. Moyer's at the 40. Breaks a tackle and falls forward to the 45 for a first down. Pick up a seven there by Max Moyers. First and 10 for Lewisburg. Ball on the 45-yard line. And I like what I see, Greg, here coming out and just establishing the line of scrimmage right now with a big offensive line. We talked about a bigger-sized uh, line versus an athletic line. Use use your weight, use your strength, and uh, let your workhorse go to work here. Again, unbalanced line to the left. This time, Moyer's off the hit in the backfield and loses two on the play that time, so it'll bring up second and 12. Now, what they're showing is fine, but Central Columbia is saying they're playing run out of that formation. They just sent everybody that time, Justin. Yeah, they loaded the box. They brought everybody up and just brought the pressure coming in, and uh, they were able to stop it, get a two-yard loss, sets up a second and 12 here. 10.40 to go in the third quarter. Green Dragons trail by a score of 28 to 10. Second down and 12 for Lewisburg. This time tight end right. Brown wide receiver to the right. Wide side field to left. Fakes it. Give a little quick slant to Dominic over the middle. Picks up five in that play out to the 48-yard line. Brings up now a third and seven. Nice catch there by Dominic. Is a little thrown behind him. Was able to come through. Knew he was going to get a hit from a linebacker. Was able to haul it in and uh, maintain possession. Takes the hit. And it's going to set up a third and seven here from the Green Dragon 48. 10.08 to go in the third quarter. Green Dragons trailing 28-10. Witherite out wide left. Two receivers to the right. Tight end to the right. Dominic in motion left. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. He's to the midfield and maybe crawls crawls across to the 49. A pickup of possibly four in the play. Three. Call pick up a four in the play. Makes it fourth and four. It looks like Green Dragons are going to punt the ball. Punt. Now, if I'm Lewisburg, I hustle down that field looking for a fumble because he yep. he has really caused issues with his punting. Lewisburg needs a, another player on the field. Still plenty of time because they never started the play clock. That's right. So play clock still set at 25. <laughs> so Dakota's getting ready to punt. Fake. Fake punt. They throw to take Dominic. It, take it. He's going to run it, and he gets the first down. Great job by Ethan Dominic as he picks up five yards on the play. And a first down for Lewisburg. Yeah, good, good from the freshman. Good awareness right now from Ethan Dominic. Just showing the ability. Only a freshman. Yep. Knew where he had to get to. Fake was the up man on that. Rolled out to his right. Was trying to hit man downfield. Recognized the situation that there was tight coverage. He keeps it. Recognizes where the chains were. Gets the first down. And uh, continues this drive here for the Green Dragons. That's a lot to put on a freshman. He yes, did a sir. wonderful job with it. Dominic in the slot left. Witherite split out wide left. Shotgun formation. Dominic coming around this side to the right. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle at the 45, the 40. Breaks a tackle. 
pushes his way forward inside the 35-yard line. Pick up close to 10 on the play. We'll call it a pickup of nine. They're going to mark it the 35. Second down and one. Yeah, we talked about the speed. We talked about the power of Max Moyers. But right there, we saw the patience, Greg. He let his line develop that hole, came off the right side there. Gets a big gain of nine there on first down. Sets up a second one with 8.15 to go here in the third quarter. Josh Ghost comes out over the ball at center. This time we have wide receiver left, tight end left. Goes the motion. Man, we have throw a play. Almost picked off. I'd like to know what the referee called there. It's going to be motion. Two guys in motion. We had yeah, uh, the receiver right. went as, uh, so it's going to be yeah, a back Brown had to step up to the line of scrimmage when we had a guy running in motion. Yep. So. so it's the illegal shift against the Green Dragons. We'll see what they do here. They're going to take the penalty and make it second and six now. Second and six. Again, this should not be an issue for the Green Dragons because they have to go for it. Yeah, it was four down territory right now, trailing by 18. You know, the ball spotted at the 40 of the Blue Jays. Trevin Dobler's in now. As uh, looks like he'll be in as a fullback, and we've talked about his hand, so you, you don't think he's going to be the running back. Right here, they come out in that offset. Moyer gets the ball in the backfield, puts his head down, and falls forward to maybe the 37-yard line. Pick up a f- probably three in the play to the 37. So make it third down and about three in the play. Yeah, and again, you know, Dobler in there. Moyer's just patience following him off yep. that lead block. And uh, now Dobler comes out of the game here on third and three. Third and three from the 37-yard line. This time, Shaleski's under center. It's the wing formation. This is when they've been sending everybody. Motion this time. They just send the ball. They give it to Dominic around the right side. He falls forward to about the 30-yard line. A pickup of seven on the play. Six on the play. I'm sorry. Pick up a six on the play. First down for the Green Dragons. And there was an adjustment there by the coaching staff. The Green Dragons could read there by the coaching staff. They recognize that you know they're loading the box up now. You bring Dominic in motion there. Get around that edge on that jet sweep. And he picks up the first down there yeah. after picking up six yards there. I think three guys tackled Moyers in the backfield. backfield that yep. <laughs> so the Green Dragons are out. The ball's on the 30-yard line again. It's the wing T formation, but it's a off-balance line. Throws back screen left to Dominic. Catches, he's at the 30, 20, he's into the open. He's going to go into the end zone for a touchdown. Ethan Dominic on a 30-yard pass play. Yeah, a little screen play there. They brought pressure and uh, dialed it up, the screen, and Ethan Dominic did it all with the legs going off the left side there from 30 yards out. And, Greg, we said it, we talked about it, make those adjustments. Imperative, we come out, put points on this opening drive to start the second half, and that's what the Green Dragons did here with 6.46 to go in the third quarter. They cut in the Blue Jay lead, 28-16 with a PAT attempt on its way. Jack Diefendurfer getting ready to try the extra point. Andrew Ramirez, the holder. Ethan Spalding, the long snapper. Good snap. Kicks down, and it's blocked. Blocked, so it's now 21 to six, 28 to 16. 6.46 to go in the third quarter. The Green Dragons trail the Central Columbia Blue Jays. Yeah, good response there by the Green Dragons coming out. I know don't get the extra point, but it, it was very imperative there to put some points on the board with that opening drive to get get some confidence back on this Green Dragon sideline. Now it's time for the defense to make their adjustments and come out and make some plays. 
a great catch and run there by Ethan Dominic. You know, the freshman stood out in that drive with the fourth down run for the first down on Yawn. the fake punt, and uh, he had another big run for a first down. So uh, Ethan Dominic did a really nice job for the Green Dragons in that drive. Lewisburg now is getting ready to kick off, and Justin, like you said, it would have been nice to try that fake field goal this time, or fake kick this time. Again, they have four guys up, but they have a guy back in that slot now. Now they're moving this guy up. over, so the onside kick, yeah, the Blue Jays are making an adjustment here. They got four guys on the front line, but uh, before they were, they were not on this side of the hash at all. This time he's kicking off from the middle of the field instead of the hash mark, so the middle of the field is wide open it for is. an onside kick. And he and did there. kick one, but it's bouncing down to about the 34. And he just goes down with it. He catches the ball. Cole Heinzelman just catches the ball and falls down right at the 34-yard line, which is a smart play in his part. Yep. Central Columbia takes over on their own 34-yard line. And now the Green Dragons need to step up right now and make a stop, Justin. Yeah, got to come out now. The, the offense did their job. Now defense has to come out and make some plays here. Forcing three and out would be huge to get the ball back yep. to, the, to the offense right now. So it's first and ten for Central Columbia. They break the huddle. Bradley comes to left. It's the uh, power eye left formation in the backfield. Devlin under center. Tight end right. Give the ball to Gens from off the left side. He's hitting the backfield, but falls forward for a gain of about two yards. Pick up of two in the play, make a second eight. Yeah, Josh Ghost and Ethan Dominic on the tackle there. Good read there. And uh, this time they come out and they go off the left side for Gensmer. What, what it looks like they're doing, Justin, is running a lot to the short side of the field. They must see something in Lewisburg's defense that they're running short side of the field most of the night. Break the huddle now. I formation this time. Wide receivers right and left. This time power pitch right. Gensmer is out the 40. He breaks the tackle there. He runs sideways and steps across the 45 for first down, I believe. Rip right at the 45-yard line. First and 10 for Central Columbia at that point. Pick up a nine off the right side there for Gensmer. We'll go back to that right side again. And the biggest thing about Gensmer is he's not flashy. He's not the biggest kid. He's not the fastest kid, but his effort is there. He continues. He takes a hit, and he continues to churn those legs and going forward. Picks up nine and gets the first down. And Under six minutes now to go in the third quarter. Again, Central Columbia leads by a score of 28-10. to 10. Bradley at wide left. Give the ball in isolation play to the right. Gensmer puts his head down and pull, pulls his way forward to about the 40-yard or 50-yard line. We'll call it a gain of five in the play, make a second five, and this time Max Moyers is coming in right now. Looks like Wolfsburg might be running a little different defense right now, bringing Dobler out of the game. Yeah, Dobler playing with a broken hand here tonight, all wrapped up. So be interesting to see what kind of look we get here from the Green Dragons defense here as Moyers comes into the game. First time we've really seen him. Play defense this yeah. year, yeah. Second down and five from the 50. This time it's an I formation. Bradley split out wide left. Smith to the right. Isolation play around the right side and Gensmer just bowls his way across the 45 to the Green Dragon 44-yard line, 43-yard line maybe. 44, they're going to spot it. Pick up a six in the play, first down, and Dover back into the ball game. Yeah, I don't know what uh, if it was just get him a blow. Yeah, it or, might or have been a little equipment blow. issue too. 
but uh, we just don't have the answer, Greg. We don't have nope. an answer right now for Yensper. And the thing you got to worry about now is, is they start to bring us up our defense to the line of scrimmage. They have that ability to throw the ball downfield. That's exactly right, Justin. Bradley split out wide left, eye formation, tight end right. Zach Smith split out wide right. Give the ball to Gensmer on the right side again, the short side of the field. He just keeps his legs churning. He's inside the 35 to about the 33-yard line. We'll see where they spot it. It's going to be right on the 34-yard line. So it's first down for Central Columbia. Yeah, pick up a 10 there, and Gensmer just going off that right side again. Again, we it's nothing flashy. It's no. just They're just lining up and going off that right side there, and it's... Uh, and it's basically same play, same play. You know. It looks like the uh, the play's supposed to go up the middle, and he just Cuts bumps it, it outside and just keeps going. Okay, same formation, short side of the field to the right. Devlin gives it to Gensler off the left side this time, and maybe a pickup of three, maybe four in the play down to the 30-yard line, make it second and six. Just, as you said, go off the left side this time. Wide side of the field and uh, give it against for again. Picks up four. His 21st carry of the night. And uh, we're, we're seeing two really good running backs yes, here tonight, Justin. Yes, we are. So the ball's on the 30-yard line, second down and six for Southern. Now under four minutes to go in the third quarter. 28-16 lead for Central Columbia. Again, eye formation. Devlin under center. Turn gives the ball on the right side. This time... Braden Feltman hits him in the backfield and throws him for a two-yard loss. Good play that time by Graydon Feltman shooting the gap. Gensimer's a little slow getting up. Yeah, Feltman's playing a great linebacker all year long. Last week had 12 tackles. There makes a huge play coming in from the backside there, wrapping up Gensimer and throwing him down for a two-yard loss. Makes it third and eight from the 32. Good play by Graydon Feltman. Uh, let's see, they're coming out again in the eye formation. This time, wide receiver to left is Bradley. Wide receiver to the right is Morrison. Now there's motion on the... Motion, it looks like... Who's that one against, Justin? It's got to be against the Blue Jays because the lineman jumped. It looks like the lineman jumped. He, he drew okay. us off, yeah, and I think we're going to get one there. Okay, so that's going to make it now third down and 13 with that penalty. Yeah. Pushes it back to the 37-yard line. But again, the the Green Dragons line has to be disciplined right, right now, Greg. You know we got we were fortunate right there that the the Blue Jay lineman jumped and drew us. Right. So uh, we gotta gotta be disciplined here. Third down, thirteen from the thirty-seven. This time, three receivers come to the left, two receivers to the right. They've run they've run the quarterback draw out of this. They're coming on a blitz. He steps up. He breaks a tackle, and this time he's hit, brought down by Dakota Snyder and two or three other Green Dragons. Ethan Spaldy's there, Graydon Feltman's there, Dakota Snyder. Good job by the Green Dragon defense. Pushes him back to the 39-yard line. Fourth down now and about 15, 16 to go for a first down. Yeah, good sack there by uh, Dakota Snyder. It was uh, created by Ethan Spaulding off the outside linebacker, bringing some pressure, and uh, Devlin tried to get out of there, and Dakota was right in his face, brought him down. And uh, sets up. We're, uh, we're going to see a punt, Justin. First time you asked for it, Greg, and I did. We're seeing it. No one's covering the wide receiver out here. Yeah, we got to call timeout. Timeout. Yep. And that's something we just again. 
this happened last week against Jersey Shore. We didn't have enough guys in the field for this situation. And again now tonight, you, you just can't do can't this in a, can't have in a week tight nine. game. Week nine of the season, you cannot have this, as you said, Greg, in a tight game. you got to use one of your timeouts there because they easily could have just snapped that quick quick pitch out to the, the man on the left side here, wide open, nobody in front of him. And, and, and Justin, you know what? That came back to haunt us at the end of the game last week. Didn't have those we had timeouts. No timeouts left. Didn't have the timeouts to use. So we got a break in the action. Let's take a look at the Blaze Oxinger forward out of town scoreboard here in the third quarter. It's Shemokin 20, Shikalimi 0. Danville has a 31 0 lead over Seals Grove. It's Mount Carmel 46, Bloomsburg 0. It's South Williamsport 21, Milton 0. Mifflinburg has taken the lead now over Central Mountain by a score of 21-14. It's Loyal Sock 27, where a run zero. Montoursville has a 49-13 lead over Tawanda. Southern Columbia in the third quarter has a 62-0 lead over Hughesville. And it's Jersey Shore 16, Baltimore Area 12 in the third quarter. And that's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard in the third quarter. Well, Mifflinburg must have gotten to talking to a halftime. Oh, yeah. They made some adjustments themselves. <laughs> they did. Okay, fourth down here in 16 for Central from their own, from Wolfsburg's 39-yard line. Good snap. Gregory kicks a high kick. Ramirez calls for the fair catch. Catches at about the 13-yard line, it looks like. Wolfsburg will take over first and 10 on their own 13, but Justin, they got the stop they needed. Exactly, Greg. They came out good first possession by the offense, comes down, puts a puts the six points on the board, not able to convert the, the extra point, but the defense then comes back and responds in their own way. Gets the ball back to the offense here with 155 to go in the third quarter. Blue Jays 28, Green Dragons 16, but the momentum right now is on the Green Dragons side. If we can go down here and put some yep. points on the board, Greg, really put the pressure on the Blue Jays. Breaking the huddle, Shedleski has him in the shotgun formation. Again, this is where we have an extra almost lineman in the backfield. They give the ball to Dominic around the right side. This time he gets the block from Moyers, but not a lot of room to run. He might have picked up three, four... We'll see what it looks like when they spot the ball. Nice run by Ethan Dominic and a way to follow his blocks. The freshman following his uh, sophomore counter teammate. Pick up a five in the play to the 18-yard line, so it makes it second down and five for the Green Dragons. Yeah, it's good seeing Ethan getting the ball back this week. Only had one carry last week against Jersey Shore, getting back in the action now. That's his fifth carry of the night here. Again, shotgun formation. Moyers to the left of the quarterback. Good. Motion by Dominic. I'm sorry, that's Witherite. Give the ball to Moyers off the left side, and he runs over a would-be tackler out close to the 23-yard line for a first down. Pick up of five in the play. First down for Lewisburg. Yeah, this time, have twins on the right side. Bring a man in motion coming from left to right, and the handoff to Moyers going to the left side there. Gets the first down and uh, moves, moves the sticks. First and 10 for the Green Dragons, 57 seconds to go. As uh, Shedleski has him in the huddle, Charlie Blount now in a tight end for the Green Dragons. It looks like they're going unbalanced line. Going to no, have to call a timeout, Greg. Going to have to call a timeout. Yep. Play clock's and down. Play clock's down to zero. Let's see. I don't know. I think he did get a timeout. Yep. But again, it's a second timeout used second here in the third quarter. They, they had to do this last week because of yep. not having proper personnel in the field and, and just a little long getting the play into the to the quarterback. Yeah, and again, burning that timeout, trailing right now by score of 28 to 16, 38 seconds to go here in the third quarter, down to one timeout now, and that could come back to, to haunt us later in the game here. 
Ball's on the 23-yard line. First and 10, 38 seconds to go in the third quarter. And, and uh, really, um, both teams have played the offensively very well tonight. Yep. Yep, we uh, just saw, you know, the Green Dragons defense make their first stop of, of the night, you know, first force the turnover on downs, and uh, now the offense putting a nice drive again together here. Coming out from the timeout here. First and 10, Lewisburg. Wide receiver, Brown to the right. Wide receiver to left, shotgun formation. Give the ball to Moyers off the left side. He's across the field and just bulls his way close to the 33-yard line. For another first down, that's a pickup of, let's see where they spot the ball, at least 10 on the play. We're going to call pickup of 11 on the play. Makes it first and 10 for the Green Dragons. And I'll tell you what, these last two carries that Moyer's had, he's sitting guys on their hind. He and really I'll tell is. you what, they're getting up slow. He gets so low to the ground, and he's so fast, so strong, and he's just lowering the boom on these guys. From the 34-yard line, first and 10, in motion, the give, fake it, looking down the field, wide open is Dominic, past the secondary, just overthrows him, just overthrows him at the 20-yard line, and oh, man, he was five yards behind the secondary. Yes, he was. He had a step, and he was downfield, and just off the fingertips there, just a deep ball going downfield, looking for the home run and just not able to connect there. Sets up a second and ten here for the Green Dragons with eight seconds left to go in the third quarter. Just so close. That was close to being a 67, about a 66-yard pass play. Nick Shalesky just showing his arm. He really is. He threw that down. Let's see. He threw that ball over 50 yards in the air. And a nice, easy motion when yep. Nick throws. He does a really nice job. Okay, this time Brown comes out to the right. Ramirez in the slot to left. We have two guys in motion again. And we have a penalty in the play, and Moyers hit and dropped after a gain of three in the play. But It's a legal shift, but, you know, yeah. there the officials have to make that call, Greg. Yep. I mean, that play shouldn't have not even been snapped. And this is week in and week out. This is the issue, and one of the biggest frustrations I have with these officials is, I mean, Yep. It's just it's frustrating. And it's, uh, it's a shame. Uh, Moyers could have run 100 yards there. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. Nope. And that's the thing. you got to call the play dead once you see it. But these officials. Now the officials have to figure out what the line of scrimmage was. Yep. So they have that. This is Lewisburg's second time attention to football here. I don't. Okay. He's marking off the five-yard penalty. So it pushes it back to the 29-yard line with two seconds to go in the quarter. We'll see what happens. I think he's going to wind the clock, and that should be the end of the third quarter. And that is the end of the third quarter with the score 28-16. Let's see. The, they snapped the ball. that should have been blown dead because the quarter was over. Yep. And it is. That's the end of the third quarter with the score Central Columbia 28, Lewisburg 16. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon Football on 100.9 The Valley. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health. When you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Health Center, designed with you in mind. Hi, I'm Tracy Subsick. And I'm John Subsick, owners of Carpet Man and Milton. 
After battling breast cancer a few years ago and making a full recovery, our family wanted to help other women fighting the same fight. So this October, our family business again will donate a portion of each sale to the Thyra M. Humphreys Center for Breast Health. They'll cover the cost of mammograms for those who can't afford them. Your visit to Carpet Man in Milton this October will make a difference. We hope to see you in our family store soon. Thanks for your support. This is WVLY Milton Lewisburg. 42. We're back here at Central Columbia High School where the score is 28-16 as we just start the fourth quarter. Lewisburg has a second and uh, 15 from the 29-yard line. They take it to Moyers. Sedleski steps up in the pocket. His hands hit. The ball's picked off at the 37-yard line, and he's going to run into the end zone, I think, yep, for a touchdown. Uh, darn shame there, but Nick just had his arm hit and just floated out to the linebacker in the zone coverage there, and it's for a touchdown that puts the Blue Jays ahead by a score of 34 to 16 with 11:48 to go in the ball game. And that could be your smoking damn hell center backbreaker play of the game, as you said. Heavy pressure coming at Shedleski there, and as he went to throw, stepped in and throw downfield, he was hit, yep. and the ball Garrett intercepted. Yep, yep. Garrett the Carter ball. intercepted it. So that's a, a darn shame because Lewisburg had some things going for them offensively that time. But like I said, Shedleski's arm was hit as he goes to throw the ball, and there's just nothing he could do about it. In the kick, the ball now is Brandon Gregory. Snaps down, kicks up, it kicks good. So it's 35-16 with 11.48 to go in the ball game. Yeah, just uh, unfortunate there, very unfortunate there for the Green Dragons as they were putting a good drive and the uh, end of the third quarter comes back. And, uh, you know, first play, it was a uh, pass play downfield as Nick was looking downfield. Under a lot of pressure, just hit as he went to throw and uh, give credit where credit's due. A good pass rush yeah. right there from the Blue Jays, and uh, the linebacker was able to pick that off and take it downfield in for the pick six and extend the Blue Jays' lead here with 11.48 to go in the fourth quarter as the Green Dragons trail now by a score of 35-16. to 16. And, you know, Greg, we've, we've shown the ability to move the ball tonight. Yep, We yep, really, really have. have. And uh, we were getting the momentum on our side. Start the second half, went down, opening possession there for the offense. Scored. Defense puts a good stand up, gets the ball back. And, and again, we were getting getting the opportunity. We were moving the ball. And then end of the quarter, we come back and just the turnover. Gives. Two turnovers, Justin. Yep. We've had two huge turnovers tonight. Okay, Gregory getting ready to kick off. Moyers and Ramirez deep. This time it's not as deep a kick. Ramirez catches it out to 13. He's out to 20. The 25 breaks to his left, cuts at the 30, and falls forward to about the 33-yard line. So Lewisburg, again, has decent field position, first and 10 on the 33. One of the things we got to look at here, Justin, is, uh, you know, we're late in the game, but uh, we, we believe the single-season rushing record for Lewisburg is 1,587 yards by Ryan Wetzel. Yep. Uh, back in, let's see, that would have been about 1998, I believe, that was set. And right now we have we have uh, Max Moyers with roughly uh, 1,577 yards, somewhere in that or in that range, or not 77, 67 yards. So uh, he's getting awful close. He, he's getting close to breaking the single season rushing record for the Green Dragons. Green Dragons come out with four receivers: two right, two left. 
Moyers in the backfield. Quick pass out there to the right side. Brought down by Ramirez. We have a penalty of play. It looks like, again, a late hit by a Lewisburg offensive lineman will bring the play back. Again, they just don't stop on the whistle, and that's something they need to do. Yeah, Shableski hit Dominic there on a little quick slant there, and Dominic gets a, a good gain, but I think it's going to be... It's, it's going to be, be a after. penalty against the Green Dragon. I don't think it's holding. I think it's it's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct. So it's going to be 15 well, yards. if they're moving it back from... It is holding. They're going to call holding from back there, and that's going to be a huge penalty because it's going to be taken from the spot of the foul, which was the 24-yard line. So that now is uh, goes as no completion, Justin because of where it is, and the ball will be placed all the way back to the 14-yard line. They started at the 33, so they need 29 yards for a first down now. Yeah, and, and again, the things that we talked about last week and here carrying over into this week is the penalties. And uh, we talk about it, Greg, is you, with a playing a team like this, you know, with Central Columbia, you got to play a clean game. That's exactly right, Justin. Shotgun formation this time. Moyers to the right of the quarterback, throws it over the middle, to Dominic, who catches the ball and falls forward to about the 26-yard line. I believe that will be a 12-yard gain by Ethan Dominic. A nice pass there by Shedleski over the middle, and Dominic catches it and turns upfield, picks up 12. Now it's back to 17 yards, roughly. Second and 17 now from the 26-yard line. Again, shotgun formation. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Shedleski, back to pass, gives the ball a draw to Moyers, up the middle and just fights forward for a yard. He breaks that tackle, Justin. He had a big game. Yeah, they brought the pressure. They brought a linebacker blitz there, and uh, I was hoping the Moyers could just make one man miss there, and then he was gone. And uh, unfortunately, the linebacker was able to make the tackle there, trip him up, and gets the one-yard gain. He's going to set up a third and long here, third and 16 from... Uh, the Green Dragon 27-yard line here, 10-15 to go here in the fourth quarter. The Green Dragons trail by a score, 35-16. Ball on the 27-yard line, third down. Brown and Dominic to the right, with the right to the left. Back to pass. Shaleski looking deep down the field, throws it to Witherite, deep down the field, Witherite over his head, and it becomes fourth down. Yeah. There again, it's a receiver that you need to run the route, Justin. Yeah. You can't stop because Chelesky has the arm to throw at 50 yards, and he slowed down in that route there, and he had a two-step. He had two steps on the defensive back. Yeah, you said it. Chelesky has the arm there, and it's something you, you teach youth kids there when they're running their routes. Do not stop running your route because your quarterback's working on his timing. He yep. sees how you're going downfield, and he's going to lead you. Dakota Snyder to punt. Dakota hits a spiral that time and a fair catch at the 40-yard line. Something we haven't seen all year from Dakota. Nice punt by Dakota, about a 33-yard punt, no return. So Blooms uh, Central Columbia will take over on their own 40-yard line, 9.51 to go in the ballgame with a 35-16 lead. And right now, Justin, if I have my math right, I have Max Warriors with 1,572 yards. 1,000. Right. So he's about 16 yards away yep. from breaking the single single season school record. Correct. As you said, held by Ryan Wetzel. Central Columbia 
breaks the huddle with, uh, again, 9.51 to go in the fourth quarter. Eye formation in the backfield. Gives the ball to fullback Shackerly up the middle, and he picks up about three on the play to the 43, second and seven. Yeah, first man through there, just fullback dive, and off to Shackerly, picking up a three on first down. Big thing right now is uh, you're going to see the Blue Jays just continue to pound the ball. Exactly. Run that clock right now, which is the clock is the Green Dragons' enemy right now. Kai Seascholtz is in as a tight end now, so they're going to go. No, I'm sorry. I thought he was coming to tight end. He might be coming to running back because looks like Gensmer just left the field. We're having uh, Schlechter really move to tailback. To give the ball to Sheckley off the left side. And this time he's brought down about the 45-yard line. They'll make up third and five for Central Columbia. Yeah, good good pursuit there right there by Draven Dobler and uh, Dakota Snyder. Stopped them there for a short gain. A little different run when it's not uh, against him or running that play. Yeah. So it's now third and five. 8.45 to go in the ball game. Gensmer comes back in the game. Got a feel they're going to go run right. <laughs> Gensmer. No, no, Gensmer's not in the ball game. He, he came in. I you don't know, know where they put I, him. It was Xander. Oh, is that that was, was number 20. Back to pass is Devlin. Looks deep down the field left. Well overthrows his receiver, so it's now fourth down. It overthrows Xander Bradley. Fourth down and five for uh, Central Columbia as, uh, as Green Dragons hold him again. Yeah, a little surprising there, Greg, that the Blue Jays would throw on yeah, third I, down, third and five with a you know, nice lead right now, 35 to 16. You thought that they would just continue to try to, to run the clock down, but they exactly. throw, overthrown pass, stops the clock, and uh, the Green Dragons get the ball back here with decent field position as Xander Ramirez is back, standing on his own 25-yard line right now, waiting for the punt. So first and no, it won't be first and 10. I'm sorry. It's fourth down right now, and Gregory in the punt. Line of scrimmage, the 45. The Green Dragons have to watch the ball because if they jump, it will be a first down. Good snap. Gregory kicks a low kick. Ramirez runs up, gets it at about his 26. Breaks one tackle. He's outside the 30. And he reverses field and then hit and brought down about the 34-yard line. First and 10. Green Dragons at that point. Yeah, let's take a quick look at the Blaze Alexander Ford Outtown scoreboard uh, here in the fourth quarter. And uh, we'll take some look at some scores here as there's a change in possession here. It's Shimokin 21, Shikalumi 0. It's Danville 31, Seals Grove 0. It's Mount Carmel 53, Bloomsburg 0 in the fourth. It's South Williamsport 21, Milton 0. And Central Mountain and Mifflinburger nodded at 21 in the fourth quarter. It's Loyal Sock 36, Warrior Run 0 in the fourth. That's your Blaze Alexander Ford out-of-town scoreboard right now in the fourth quarter. First down for the Green Dragons. Two receivers left, one receiver right. Cheleski in the shotgun formation. Brown coming across the formation. Fake it to Moyers. Throws out here to Brown in the left flat. Catches the ball. Falls out of bounds about the 38-yard line. It's going to call it an incomplete pass. He called it incomplete? Yeah, he uh, lost the handle on okay, it. Okay, I didn't see that. Uh, and that's now the officials are talking. The near side sideline official called an incomplete pass. There's a timeout right now. There's a timeout in the field by the officials. I don't know what they're calling. Maybe it's some, an issue with the clock. I don't know. Okay, if they call that an incomplete pass... Too much time probably ran off the clock, clock, Justin. They're probably adjusting the clock. 
It says 757 right now. We'll see what they set it at. Yeah, they set it at 808. Okay, so put some more time yep, back on the clock. Yeah, put some more time back on the clock. So it's now second and 10 for the Green Dragons. Ball's resting at the 34-yard line. Motion by Dominic. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. Hit in the backfield and falls forward maybe two yards out to the 36. So a pickup of two in the play. Third down and eight for the Green Dragons. Yeah, not much running room there for Max. Nope. That's back to the right there, picks up uh, two. It's going to set up a third and eight. But the big thing right now is the clock continues to, to wind down. We're down to 740 here in the fourth quarter, trailing by a score of 35-16 in the fourth. Josh goes over the ball. Shotgun formation. Back to pass. Shaleski steps up in the pocket, throws across the middle. Nice catch by Withering. He's about the 50 and falls forward to the Central Columbia 45. Pickup of 19 on the play. First down for Lewisburg. Yeah, great throw there by Shedleski. Had a pressure again, stepped in, and what a great catch there by Coleman Witherite. Go get it. Knew that he was going to be in tight coverage there. Makes the catch. He gets the first down and moves the chains there for the Green Dragons. So it's first down on the 45-yard line. Shotgun formation. Motion by Brown to the left. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. He's at the 45 to 40 and falls forward to the 30. 738 yard line. We'll see where they spot it. We're gonna see as we're gonna call it the 37, so a pickup of eight on the play. Yeah, good hard run there off the right side there for Max. Max continued to be a workhorse tonight. 27th carry of the night, Greg. Yep. And it makes it second down. A long two, we'll call it. Ball's on the 37-yard line. Shotgun formation. Looking out to his right, and he throws a pick six. It looks like again, unless Shaleski can catch him. No, he cuts back to the middle, and Shaleski has him there. And he brings him down out of bounds. Man alive, the receiver never turned around. Shaleski was thinking he should go outside, and he didn't go outside. He's talking to the receiver right now about that. They just weren't on the same page there. Yeah, just not on the same page at all, the quarterback and the receiver. And uh, just a shame. Yep. So they come out there with, let's see, the ball in the 26-yard line, I think, Justin? Yeah, they, on the return, they're going to get it down. And, you know, the officials are talking right now. I'm trying to see what uh, afterwards, but I don't think there's going to be a flag. There's not going to be a flag. There's just going to be a change of possession off the interception. That's where uh, Central Columbia will take over from the 26 of the Green Dragons. Well, and what could have been a penalty there was Shaleski taking his helmet off. Uh, because that's something he shouldn't have he shouldn't have done on the play field of play. Kensimer off the left side. He breaks inside the 25 to about the 23 yard line. Pick up a three in the play, makes it second and seven from the 23 yard line. Yeah, it was 6:15 to go here in the fourth quarter. Just uh, now, I think Central Columbia will continue just to just to milk the clock and uh, run. They're not in any hurry. Play comes in. Second down and seven, ball in the 23-yard line. Power eye formation in the backfield. Devlin turns, a power pitched against around the right side. He's at the 20, falls forward to about the 18-yard line. Pickup of about five to play will make it third and two for Central Columbia. 
and again, Gensmer continues to be the workhorse here tonight for the Blue Jays. 24 carries for him tonight, Greg. So uh, between these two backs we're seeing yeah, tonight, we're, we're seeing, seeing some good. Excellent, excellent running back play tonight. I would say Moyers is the faster of the two backs, uh, probably a little more powerful, but they both keep their legs churning, Justin, on that first contact. Yep. Power eye right, Devlin turns, gives the ball Sheckerly up to the middle, and I think he falls forward inside the 15, got to the 15-yard line for a first down, so a pickup of three in the play there. First and 10, ball on the 15-yard line with 5.09 to go in the ball game. clock running. Yeah, just a fullback dive there, first man through, obviously, Sheckerly just going. Balls forward, picks the first down up off the gain of three. Clock down now under five minutes. Central breaks the huddle. Uh, again, power eye formation. Devlin under center. Gives the ball to Sheckerly up the middle. Breaks one tackle. Keeps his legs turning down to about the 12-yard line. Make it second and seven from the 12. Same play, just repeat, just off that left side there. Fullback dive coming through. Picks up three on first down there. Brent Colburn into the game along with Roman Askinoff now. Ben Salaj in a defensive line. Again, power eye formation. Devlin under center. Gives the ball in a toss to Gensmer around the left side. He's at the 10, the 5, and falls forward to about the 3, 4-yard line. We'll see where they spot it. It's a first down on the play. 4.06 to go in the ball game. And, and I understand what they're doing here, giving Gensmer the ball, because he's close to the career rushing mark. I'm sure they want to get that for him soon, but boy, oh boy, yeah, you risk this game's injury. out of hand right now, and I don't think yep. well, they have some games to play yet. I'd hate to risk injury because their offense is definitely a different offense with Without, him not in the ball yep, game. You're exactly right, Greg. I Power agree. eye left. Power pitched against him. This time he's hitting the backfield, fights his way forward, and into the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, should have been yep. dropped for a two-yard loss there, but just continues to keep his legs going, breaks the tackle, and uh, fights into the end zone to extend the lead there with 3.42 to go. And uh, Now the Blue Jays out to a 41-16 lead off the four-yard Isaac Gensmer touchdown run with a PAT attempt on its way. 3.42 to go in the ball game, and Central Columbia has a 25-point lead as we wait for Gregory to kick the extra point. Brendan Gregory, Zach Smith waiting for the snap. Good snap. Gregory kicks the ball through the uprights for a 42-16 to 16 lead with 342 remaining in the ball game. And for all intents and purposes, the game's over now, Justin. Yep, that's the Schmokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And Schmokin Dam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. And, so, uh, yeah, Lewisburg will get the ball this time, and it would be interesting to see what they do. Uh, again, I have uh, Max Moyers with 1,582 yards in the year. They only need five more yards. And if I'm uh, the coach right now, I don't know if I play him and I let him get it break the record at week. home next week against yep. Mifflinburg. I agree with you, Greg. I agree as this game's out of hand and uh, you know, in this situation, don't take a chance. Yep. Yeah. But Moyers is back deep for this kickoff return. Gregory is uh, getting ready to kick off for the Blue Jays. And um, we'll see what happens here on the kickoff. 
Ramirez has done a nice job returning kickoffs, giving decent field position yep. for the Green Dragons all night out past the 30-yard line. He's able to get the ball on the run, catch yep. it on the run, and get it out and get a good return. We've seen good play out of him all around this year. We, we really have. Another interception tonight for him also, Justin. Yep. Gregory approaches the ball. This time he just kicks a squib kick down the field and picked up by uh, a Lewisburg offensive end. And just he has just hit hard there. That ball was picked up by Owen Ordonez. And uh, he went nowhere after he picked the ball up. Ball's on the 34-yard line, first and 10 Green Dragons. Yeah, he took a hit there. He was uh, going the field in right away. The uh, kick coverage unit for uh, the Blue Jays downfield just to give him a hit. And 3.35 to go here in the fourth quarter. Green Dragons trail by a score of 42-16. They're going to start first and 10 from their own 34, Greg. 34-yard line, first down. And they're keeping the yep. starters in. Yep, break the huddle. With the right, wide left, and in the slot is Dominic. Dominic's in motion to the right. Shedleski, quarterback in the shotgun, gives the ball to Moyers up the middle, puts his head down, and maybe gets two yards in the play. Gain of two in the play. Oh, they're going to give him three. We'll give him three there, Justin. So it'll be third, second down and seven. And they're bringing Dobler in. Yep, Dobler in. I would think right now they're going for the single-season rushing record, Justin. Well, actually, that was a gain of four, Justin, if I'm not mistaken, because it's second and six now, my fault. Turn, give the ball to Moyers off the left side. He's at the 34, 40, the 45, the 50, and out of bounds. No flags in the play, and that will give him the single-season rushing record at Lewisburg as he gets a gain down from the let's see the 38 yard line down to the four, well, 49 of central so a pickup of 13 on the play and that gives him the single season rushing record at Lewisburg High School job well done by Max Moyers in the offensive line for Lewisburg yeah he will get out to the outside there and just show the speed again Moyers again the tailback they turn and give the ball to Moyers up the middle and this time he falls forward for a gain of four in the play so it's now second down and six for the Green Dragons on the 45-yard line of Central Columbia. This situation, Greg, I want to get him out of the game. Yeah, I think so, too. He is... Uh, I think we're going to call. No, I thought maybe we could use a timeout here and get, get him out of the game, but play clock doesn't get started no, right no. away, so it's still up to 20 seconds left here. I have him as 195 yards, Justin, on the night, which is a heck of a night for the running back. This time they fake it to him, and Shedleski's hit the backfield and dropped uh, for about a, geez, um, what is that, about a seven-yard loss. Seven-yard loss by Nick Shedleski there, the quarterback sack in the backfield. So yeah, just outside pressure. Yeah. There's just nowhere to go. And, nope. and, again, at this point in time right now, Greg, I think just let's get these guys out. Yep, and Spalding, Ethan Spalding is coming into the game right now as quarterback. and. Uh, he just he's taken two or three blindside hits tonight that just can't feel good Justin yeah this game's this game's over let's get out of yep. here healthy and prepare for next week Spalding motion to give the ball no Spalding keeps it and he's hit and dropped about midfield the 49 yard line no gain in the play makes it fourth down with 122 to go on the clock running 
Yeah, just take our time here, and then obviously we're going to punt. But, um, again, you would hope then at that time that uh, Central Columbia just goes into victory formation. Exactly. Takes, takes the knee yep. and runs the clock out here. But, uh, but, again, it doesn't look like we're going to punt. Greg with it, uh, fourth and 12 here. Well, and, and I don't blame him for not punting, Justin. Then we're just going to play clocks down to 10 here. Now we're gonna, Power high formation. We're taking it. Spalding gives it to Moyers off the left side, and he gets, what, four yards, three yards, four yards in the carry. Gives him 199 yards of the night, but it's now Central Columbia's ball uh, game with 48 seconds to go in the game. So the Green Dragons next week will play Mifflinburg, Justin, and hopefully they can come home with a victory in the Little Brown Jug game. Yep, big game next week, Little Brown Jug, and it's going to have uh, District 4, uh, obviously Week 10, 3A district playoff. Uh, implications. Yeah, yeah most huge definitely. implications. Yep, it's going to be huge. So uh, I know 48 seconds left here when uh, the Blue Jays will take this snap, and it'll take, uh, depending when they mark the ball down, they're going victory formation here. Okay, the victory formation there. They just take the ball and snap it. The clock hasn't started, started yet, so yeah. that, that causes some issues. Now it's starting. Uh, the officials have to signal the ball ready for play. Yeah. You know, and they reset the play clock. Yeah. So they've done that. 32 seconds to go in the ball game. They just have to take one more snap, and that would be the game. He does take it, a snap, and that will end the ball game with the score. The final score, Central Columbia 42, the Lewisburg Green Dragons 16. This is Lewisburg Green Dragon football on 100.9 The Valley. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. I'm for almost a half century, Central Pennsylvania has turned to Glicks in Zealand's Grove for the best quality in garage doors, fireplaces, stoves, and awnings. With the area's most experienced installers, you know you'll be getting superior service and premium products from Glicks. It's the family name you've come to trust for nearly 50 years. Glicks on Route 15 North, Sealands Grove. And remember, we're always open on Facebook and Glicks.com. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. Turbotville National Bank is now in the palm of your hand. Introducing mobile banking. Check your balance, pay a bill, or transfer funds all from your phone wherever you go. It's secure and convenient. Your personal information is protected even if your phone is lost or stolen. Plus, deposit a check with your phone's camera. So download the free app today. Sign up or visit ttnb.com slash mobile to learn more. Turbotville National Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Turbotville National Bank. 
For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. We're back here at Central Columbia High School, where tonight the Central Columbia Blue Jays defeated the Lewisburg Green Dragons by a score of 42-16. to This is a game that had a lot of offensive fireworks in it tonight. And, um, you know, Lewisburg was in this game... They intercepted a ball, ran it down the field, and, and guess what? They had a chance to tie the score up early on or take the lead, fumbled the ball inside the five-yard line, and, and from then on, things just seemed to go downhill, and uh, they just couldn't get back on track and get in front of the Blue Jays tonight, Justin. Yeah, not after that first possession. Defense forces the turnover, as you said, the interception. We move the ball downfield, get it inside the 10, fumble with inside the 5, and then it was all Blue Jays offense the rest of the game. Yeah. We saw some good things out of the Green Dragons tonight. Yep. But, uh, you know, just not enough to overcome uh, a tough Blue Jay team. Let's take a quick look at the scoring summary of tonight's game. And to start off the scoring with 4.22 to go in the first quarter, it was Isaac Gensmer from one yard out, giving the Blue Jays the early lead, 7-0. And then with a minute, excuse me, three minutes to go, it was Jack Diefenderfer with a 25-yard field goal for the Green Dragons, cutting the deficit to 7-3. And then in the second quarter, with 8.40 to go, it was Trey Devlin to Xander Bradley for a 36-yard touchdown pass. The successful PAT attempt extended the Blue Jays' lead 14-3. And then it was Isaac Gensimer in the, in the second quarter from 34, to 34 yards out with a touchdown run, successful PAT attempt, extends the lead to 21-3. And then with 110 to go in the second quarter, it was Max Moyers for the Green Dragons going in from one yard out cutting the lead to 21-10 after a successful PAT attempt. But the Blue Jays would come back. And with no time on the clock in the second quarter, Trey Devlin from one yard out gets the touchdown run and a successful PAT attempt extends the Blue Jays' lead 28-10 at the half. The Green Dragons would not quit, though. They come out with their opening drive to start the third quarter. And it was Nick Shedleski to Ethan Dominic from 30 yards out. The PAT attempt was no good, but the Green Dragons cut the, the deficit from 28-16. to And then in the fourth quarter... It was Garrett Carter with 11.48 to go with a pick six, taking it back to the house, extending the Blue Jays' lead to 35-16. And then in the fourth quarter with 3.42 to go, it was Isaac Gensmer one more time, this time from four yards out for the touchdown, and a successful PAT makes the final score 42-16, to and that's what our final is here tonight in Central Columbia. The unofficial statistics tonight, offensively for the Green Dragons, passing tonight, it is... Nick Shedleski, 11 of 21 for 146, one touchdown and two interceptions. And then unofficially on the ground, it's Max Moyers, 31 carries, 199 yards, and one touchdown. It was Nick Shedleski with three carries for negative three yards. Ethan Dominic, five carries tonight for 25 yards. Ethan Spalding, one carry for no yards. On the receiving end, it was Andrew Ramirez, one catch, 14 yards. Ramel Brown, one catch, seven yards. Ethan Dominic with having a big night on the receiving end, seven catches for 95 yards and a touchdown. And then it's Coleman Witherite with two catches for 25 yards. 
and that is your unofficial statistics here tonight for the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And as you said, Greg, uh, Max Moyers take a positive out tonight. Sets the single season rushing record uh, yep. tonight. The, the other positive is Ethan Dominic tonight. Yeah, I mean he really showed up big time in the in the pass game. Yep. But he had some really key runs tonight on fourth down fake punt where yep, able to he, he was that. supposed to pass that, but he saw it. It was, it was well covered. He just tucked it down and ran it for the first down and another fourth down play where he picked up the yardage on a jet sweep. So he did some really nice things out of the running back and re, uh, slot receiver position tonight for the Green Dragons. And, and the biggest thing is he's only a freshman. Exactly. You know and. And you talk about Moyers, he's only a sophomore. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of young talent here on this Green Dragons side. Yep. Again, you know, they don't come out victorious here tonight. They fall to the Blue Jays by a score of forty two to sixteen. But uh, again, you know, there there's there's a new day tomorrow. That's prepare right. next week for week ten against Mifflinburg, uh, the battle with the little brown jug. Uh, so they'll regroup and get ready. Let's take a quick look here uh, as scores are becoming final on the Blaze Alexander Ford out of town scoreboard. It was Shemokin 34, Shikolemi 0. Our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week was Danville, winning by a score of 31-7 to over in Seals Grove. It was Mount Carmel 53, Bloomsburg 0. It was South Williamsport right now in the late in the fourth has a 21-14 lead over Milton. And late in the fourth... It's Central Mountain 21, Mifflinburg 21. Tri-Valley is a final. Tri-Valley 27, Lime Mountain 14. It's a final. Loyal Sock 36, where run zero. Montoursville, it's a final. 49, Tawanda 13. Southern Columbia 69, Hughesville 8. It's Dallas with a final. 13, Berwick 10. And Jersey Shore, late in the third, is holding on to a 23-18 lead over Baltimore area. And that's your Blaze Alexander forward out of town scoreboard. And, Greg, let's take a quick look at that Blaze, or excuse me. Health Center. Yeah, Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. I think it's going to have to be that conversion that the Blue Jays had there on. It was 4th and 14, right. and they convert uh, downfield for, for a touchdown, touchdown. pass. Yep, and I agree with you, Justin, 100%. And so that's your Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It's Shemokin Dam Health Center offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and much more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. Any closing thoughts, Greg, that you have after tonight? No, you know, I just think... Um, you know, Lewisburg has the talent. They just have to stop putting these mistakes, stop committing these mistakes, uh, and play a complete ball game. That's something we haven't really seen since early in the season when they played yep. Central Mountain and a couple other teams early in the year. Seals yep. Grove, they did a nice job. But they're just making too many mistakes at crucial times, and yep. they, they can't continue to do I, that. I couldn't say it any better. I agree with you. We haven't seen a complete game out of the Dragons yet, and let's hope they're saving that up You know, as yep. we head into the playoffs to really put it together. We've shown the ability tonight to really move the ball on the offense. Right. We really didn't have too many answers. You know, We did put some good stops in the second half with yep. defensively, but the turnovers just kill us and the penalties. So hopefully we can regroup, get things together, and uh, get ready next week for Week 10 as we'll be back at uh, Christy Matthewson next week for the pregame at 6.30 and uh, live action again next week as the Green Dragons will host uh, the Miffenburg Wildcats. And again, you can take in all that action again right here on the Valley 100.9, the Valley. For our producer back in the studio, Rob Center, for my partner Greg Wetzel, I'm Justin Michaels, and thank you for listening to another week of Green Dragon Football on 100.9, the Valley. There's no running the plays off the cuff when it comes to buying your flooring from Oberdorf's Carpet One. They have all the latest styles and flooring products, and even more importantly, you'll find the black shoe, no-nonsense player, straight-on approach to solving your flooring dilemmas. There's never a high-pressure, gotta-buy-the-deal-of-the-day. Only sound advice and great plays to assist your flooring purchase. You're a member of the starting team at Oberdorf's Carpet One, just south of Lewisburg. Go Green Dragons! 
Murray Motors Chevrolet has everything a dealership should have from an experienced sales department, body shop, parts, and of course, full service department with easy, convenient drive up and drop off. Murray Motors Chevrolet has a bigger selection of new Chevrolets in stock, backed by a lifetime powertrain warranty on the engine and transmission. And you always get the Murray Motors price match guarantee. Online at murraychevy.com, Murray Motors Chevrolet, still a half a mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove. This has been Lewisburg Green Dragons football on 100.9 The Valley. Thank you for listening. Now we join Delilah already in progress. Hey.